So there I was in Torin Mill, in Tenaris, in Orgamar, in the Hinterlands, at my computer, in Steamweedle Port, in Swamp of Sorrows, in Ebersong Woods, in the Alteric Mountains, in Hellfire Peninsula, making the trek to Torin Mill, outside of Goldshire, in Nagrad, in Tenaris in the FTH studio when it occurred to me that for a full year, an entire full year, we have been bringing you Oh, God, this is just great. You know, the beach is great, the food's great, you know, the weather's great, everything's just great. Especially the margaritas. Yeah, margaritas are a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, this is a life. Yeah, it is. What was it we were taking a vacation from anyway? I don't know, some some podcast. Okay. Hey, you know, that just makes me think. What? Are we supposed to do kind of some kind of anniversary show? Were we? Ah, no. can't be. No, no we haven't been no. at this for a year. No, no, no. no. Where's, where's the calendar? Okay, yeah, I hadn't got one. Well, I always carry one with me in my beach bag. There's not much Holy room. Holy sh- Yes? That didn't sound encouraging. Look at the date. Ooh. Oh, hell spells. Oh, this is not good. Well, we better come up with something, huh? God, some sort of extravaganza, maybe? Or some sort of better opening, one of the two. Yeah. Because <laughs> this one sucks. This one totally sucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. How about we skip any uh, cutesy poo thing and, uh, yeah, and just, just go right to the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. By George, if there's one thing we can do at For the Horde Radio is we can make outtakes. We can make outtakes, right. <laughs> Damn straight. You know, I'd like to see what our actual usable pod to outtakes ratio is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> crap that we get rid of versus crap that we use. It's all crap. It's just, you know, whether it makes it on the show or not. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> Some crap is better oh. than others. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and we welcome you all once again to For the Horde Radio. This is our first anniversary. Woohoo! Woo! First Woo! anniversary. Our first anniversary. One year anniversary special. Yeah. Man, who would have thought. special yet? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you. Are who would have okay. thought that we would have made it this far? For this long. For this long? Yeah, really. I mean, seriously. I was thinking we were probably going to have to pack it in around the fifth episode, but... (laughs) (laughs) And high confidence flows freely here at For the Horde Radio. Doesn't it, though? Well, the reason for that is... (laughs) Well, I know what what goes in and what goes out, at least on my end. (laughs) (laughs) No, we don't edit you too much. Much. 
Yeah, much. Anyway, but, you know, I've always maintained that Annie Ed makes me sound way cooler than I really am. At any rate. But first and foremost, first, thank you to everyone listening for helping us make it through the first year for Absolutely. downloading and listening to us, which is the only reason we do this podcast. So, huge shout out to everyone. To Absolutely. all of the listeners. Yes. Uh, it's not so much a shout at you, but a shout out to you. To hey, yes. <laughs> rock on and thanks for downloading because, you know, you guys really are the reason we do this. And we got we got some of the greatest fans out there. And we're so. not just saying that. No, absolutely not. Just like other podcasts will. They'll oh, yeah. They'll yeah, lie they, to your face. Uh, exactly. You know, <laughs> disingenuous bastards. <laughs> so, after being on for an entire year, we're out of things to say, basically. Yeah, we really we, we, we got it all. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty much <laughs> it. This is pretty um, much it. We've absolutely covered everything there possibly is to talk about. Let's see. What have we covered so far this year? Um, um, let's see. Uh, not Elves? You know, the night elves sucked all the life out of me. They'll do that. I've gotten killed twice. Yeah, and both in Ash and Vale, both by freaking night elves. <laughs> yeah, go figure. And there's LED going, We got a night elf jerk! <laughs> hey, love the passion. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm loving it. How do you sleep at night? I don't. I'm a night elf. Right. Yes, I think we have covered night elves. Um, and I think we've gotten their glowing eyes and their dance down. You know? I don't know. You think? I think it's come up once. Maybe. Okay, twice. You know, but the the second time it was probably just a small footnote. I mean, I don't, I don't think it was anything that we you know burned any real uh, burned any real time, time on. No, yeah. I doubt no. it. No. I have become that which I hate. A night elf. Guess what class? No. Ah, yes. No. Come on. Give it to me. A rogue. Yes. <laughs> I am a night elf rogue with my glowing eyes and my dance. Embodiment of all you despise. Seriously, I have I have become what I hate, and there it is. What is it with you night elves? You night elves and your glowing eyes. Why do they even glow? There's no reason. You know, big damn ears and those glowing eyes. Can you explain that dance of yours? Yes, the dance. What is it with that dance? Oh, the dancing. See, I am a male night elf. To... I am a male night elf. I know, I can tell. It's uh, disgusting. Yes, I know. It's... Everywhere I go in Stranglethorn, it's like the place just stinks with night elves. There's just night elves hopping around with their glowing eyes and their dance. Um, let's see. What else have we talked about? Oh, lazy-ass quest givers. I think that's gotten a mention. Lazy-ass quest givers. Once again, these quests were... I can see why the quest givers, you know, the NPCs, didn't want to do this. Go get me, you know, some blasted boar lungs, some brains, and some gizzards. I've never seen so much pork without lungs in my entire life. And he tells me some story of some nature and says, oh, I need you to deliver this message. Okay, not a problem. I can handle that. Sure, I accept the quest. The guy standing next to him gets the question mark for the turn-in. What I'm wondering is you could not have extended your hand to give the guy this note. He's right there. You couldn't do this. You gotta make me do this. You couldn't 
turn your body and say, oh, you couldn't wait, like tell him. No, you had to write it down on a piece of paper. Wait for some schmo to come by, hand it to them. He's right. This couldn't have been a very important message. Uh, so I run back to the orc. And the orc says, good. Now go kill some more stuff over here. <sighs> It's a good thing you're dead, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Because you know what? There wouldn't be a question mark over your head anymore. We'd know you were dead. I would take your head in the bag with the rest of the heads and go somewhere with it. But I would throw it into the bay and ratchet and dance and sing. You know, while the goblins laughed around me. Yeah. That's what you want to do. Really. But, you know, what <laughs> What am I going to do? Now I'm going to go to Ungoro Crater, and I'm going to go and kill these other things. Why? <laughs> because that's what we do. Let's see. Oh, what else have we covered? Oh. I think the subject of gnomes has come up on occasion. Well, if you think about night elves and gnomes, it's a little scary if you think about that. Owl beasts, sorry. Right up there with the gnomes. Owl. Not what? At the level of a gnome, but pretty close. And the disgusting, skeevy gnome. Hold the, hold the phone. Did gnomes cool? They, Those they, two don't belong in the same sentence. I will look for them myself, especially at one. Skeevy little gnome. So they ran to us and said, hey, help us, please help us. And we thought, hey, they're cute. Let's let them in. And so we did. And that was the biggest mistake the Alliance has ever made. Yes, we can tell. Mm -hmm. The whole world suffered with it. And I know on occasion we have also gently said maybe small critiquing about Blizzard and their seemingly one-sidedness to the Alliance versus Horde. Yeah, but once again, only a footnote. Just small minor note about it. Oh, yeah. And I'm kind of like, hey, why did I have never seen this on the Horde side? I'm a little like, I feel left out. My Hordeness is feeling left out because we don't get those kind of things. And it just, it saddens me that Blizzard has decided to take that approach. This is someone at Blizzard's really cruel joke. It's pink. And I don't mean like... Mod it's it's pink. It's marbled freaking pink plate armor. I look ridiculous in this armor. I was so mortified. It's pink, head to toe, pink. How embarrassing. How can they do that? You know, I bet the Alliance Paladin healing armor isn't pink. But their armor ain't pink. No, Blood Elves, pink. Blizzard is subtle when it comes to, shall we say, showering the Alliance with ease humans have this big cathedral in the starting area surrounded by lush vegetation vendors of all sorts a place where you can repair i'm out there and i um uh, i realize i start they, they start the humans out with money i think do they i believe so uh and because i just remember looking down and i had like 23 copper did you do a quest did you do like the stupid initial high quest you know, it may have been from that. Because I'll scream bloody murder if that's the case. <laughs> but no, we don't get that on the Horde side. Of course not. <laughs> no, no, we don't get that. Because like I said, we all know Blizzard hates all of us, and they especially hate Horde. I said it very early on. I think show one. Show one, I think I brought this up. All of these nerve supply to the Horde only. Only if your character is a Horde player, a Horde class, then it applies to you. Otherwise, if you're a lion, oh, no, 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 you're fine. And there's been some music. 
Yeah, and I think some of our music, of course, one of our, whether or not he knows it, he is, one of our patron musicians has been, of course, our favorite, Jonathan Colton. Absolutely. Um, but I think we have put in a couple of other things in there, but I don't think anything has really been terribly memorable as far as our music goes. Mm, no. We are the potato people. We do things with potatoes that you're not supposed to do. That's, that's so horrible and dis- disgusting. I'm undead. I don't even have a liver, and I find that disgusting. So, yeah, we've covered a couple of various topics, but mm-hmm. throughout it all, there's been the love of the odds. <laughs> there can be only one. Unfortunately, there's more than one. <laughs> there's several. Yes, it's Alliance. It's pro-Alliance, which I find incredibly, incredibly, incredibly disappointing. Because we love them. Oh, yes, we do. We love to see them falling down and bleeding, crushed right, no, under agony, begging for mercy. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. And that's about all we've talked about for this past year, and that's it. Yeah. I think we just summed up an entire year in, you know, a couple minutes. So. Yeah. Okay, um, well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. and that, No, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, whale song. There was whale song. I don't recall whale song. Oh, there wait. was whale song. What are you talking about? <laughs> there has never been any whale song on For the Horde Radio. I don't know what you mean. Well, this is the part where we have you from the barn, but Big V has left for the Horde Radio. So instead, we are going to be playing you 20 minutes of Whale Song. Perhaps you imagined it. No, 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 no. No, there was whale song. <laughs> so, you, as you have noticed, actually, some of you may have noticed it so far into the show so far, uh, Big V is riding along for the entire show this time. Yep, shotgun. Because it is, he's riding shotgun for the show, because this is our extravaganza, our one-year extravaganza, and we are very excited about it. So, we're going to be doing things slightly different than you may Remember, because it has been a long summer. We did take a summer sabbatical, and we hope everyone has had a relaxing and and soothing summer. Yeah, or own, as the case may be, depending on where you're listening <laughs> in the world. That's right. <laughs> on or off, and of course, playing WoW. Yep. Um, and, you know, considering the fact that we've pretty much had downloads from... Everywhere you can imagine. Which is incredible and boggles the mind, as it were. It's just been awesome. What was the most what was the most surprising dot on the map that you saw? That's a good one. It really just okay, we've got quite a few dots in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Which but is it's awesome. it's the, we've got a lot of people in Europe. One or two what is that? Dot in the far right-hand corner in the ocean. What side of your map? Yeah, I see it. Um, it's a dude tell? on a raft. It's, it's someone on a he's raft. Wa- he's waving at me, saying, "Send help." Uh. <laughs> so absolutely fabulous. The most surprising one. I can't even tell you. I think anyone listening to the show surprised me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyone who actually downloaded the show and said, "Hey, this is fun. I'm enjoying it." I went, "Really?" <laughs> yeah. 
You are? No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. I think that was the most surprising thing, which is what originally started the podcast. I talked about that. The catalyst was being fed up. Um, we've kind of mellowed in the past year about this, too, slightly. I just think probably because we found an, uh, a vehicle to vent on about it and, and release this hostile energy. Yeah. And after a while, you know, you just don't have a lot of spleen left. <laughs> you just don't have a lot of spleen anymore. And I think that was, I mean, that was the catalyst was kind of fed up by just the Alliance behavior and these, these pains in the butt and what they seem to be able to get away with. And I just was, just had it. Yeah. And I decided to vent my opinion <laughs> to, well, the world. The world, About yeah. what I felt about this. And I think the most surprising thing were other people coming when they started, when, when our listeners started sending an email saying, hey, me too. And I went, I'm not alone. I'm not alone in the world on this. Exactly. And, you know, you put it out there and the world responded. And boom, here we are. And they <laughs> said, we are horde, damn it. That's right. <laughs> we, we're horde and we rule. Damn it. <laughs> exactly. Probably one of the more exciting and, and fun things that I've noticed were, and, and I, I, these emails keep coming in and they're fabulous. The ones that always make me just smile are the ones from Alliance players. Oh, yeah. Who, and not even necessarily the converted alliance, no, but the ones who the, the ones who are sticking with alliance because, well, you know, let's face it, you know, if you are what you are, you don't and you don't want to change. But it's the ones who can look at the game and look at what's going on around them and say, you know, you guys are really firing on all cylinders on this one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like I don't make this up. I don't. I don't have to. You yeah. don't have to make this stuff up. You don't have to exaggerate it. It just is what it is. I mean, seriously, truth is stranger than fiction. Absolutely. So I absolutely, those are my favorite, I think, my absolute favorite. When people write in and say, you know, I play Alliance. Some have converted. Some have said, you know, I converted. You have converted me, which is really funny, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the ones, like you said, who are still playing Alliance, and that's fine. When, and, and we have covered this. When we say Alliance, we mean the stereotypical type of person because you can honestly let's face it you can have a quote alliance player being a horrid character oh sure idiots and jerks are that regardless what side they play on and so these alliance players have written in and said hey i still play alliance but you know what god you're right <laughs> they really do do this i never noticed that before oh my god yeah <laughs> we you just shone the light Exactly. I mean, somebody had to point out that the emperor had no clothes, you know, and we exactly, and we are exactly That's who we are. We are the wee small little pod who stood there and, and had the moxie to point out. Let's say, we although have we have been criticized, we have been criticized for this. Yeah, we've been we've gotten called out on this, um, but that's okay. That's okay. I, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um, but and for, whether or not it's wrong is immaterial. You know, there. Because, you know, for for every bad player we've called out, there have been so many more good players that, right. again, thanks to our listeners who have brought to our attention. Exactly. And two, you know, we've gotten to meet we've gotten to meet so many of our listeners. Uh, and they're and yeah, they're just awesome. They're the and they really are. I mean, the ones who came uh who came by uh directionally challenged signed up. Um, or you know, even just came to the um, the square off. Yes, 
Yeah. Our square off. That was a nice, a fabulous event inspired by a listener. Mm-hmm. Where we actually took over an entire guild. Okay, I just got invited to join a guild. <laughs> Which one? Navy. Yeah, they invited me, so I'm trying to get everyone in. Want to join it and see how fast you get kicked out? <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh my god, we're, <laughs> this is awesome. We're recruits. Let's see. All right. Well, I don't think I'm going to make Master Chief in this guild. This guy's uh, going to be so aggravated when he uh, finds out that we're, uh, I don't know, will he, ever fig- will he ever figure it out? I mean, this is, uh, yeah, this is kind of uh, Alliance behavior here. Rock on for us. We're, we're, we're falling into the trap. Just like it I mean, we've, al- the- we've already joined the guild. I mean, uh, so, Furin and Kenjin and uh, Grail, how, how do you like uh, your guild now? <laughs> oh, sweet, I'm proud to add members. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, so do I. We now outnumber um, the Alliance in the guild, maybe, to us. <laughs> okay, so to recap, uh, okay, who got the first invite? Uh, and Azul, I did. Oh, okay. We're all in the guild Navy now. Our newly formed guild, which we have um, bogarted from uh, its rightful owner. Actually, I think the Navy term for this would be mutiny. Hey, um, I wonder if we can kick people off. <laughs> that would be good. We'll just di- we'll ditch the guild later. Um. <laughs> that was just a great night. That was just such a good time. And it was kind of a bust because we had intentionally wanted to go. And as it were, this, this particular player who had harassed one of our listeners... We wanted to find them mm-hmm. and show them why you shouldn't do that. And by that point, they had, like, left the server. <laughs> no, I, no, didn't we find uh, – hadn't we found them and they – No, we never found them. Oh, okay. No, it was somebody else that was being uh, a butthead that we decided to go and find after that. We did. They, they, yes. they just kind of showed up. You know, my memory – one of my memories of that is there was an – it was right around the time of Brewfest, as I recall. And some alliance dude came down, put the keg down, and um, I drank all his beer. Looks like the dwarf's giving out free alcohol. Hey, I may not like him, but I'll drink his beer. I'll take alcohol any way I can. Let's uh, drink this guy's beer and then, you know, date his sister. Just <laughs> <laughs> We also, there had been reports of um, an attack on Thunderbluff while we were there. Mm-hmm. And we targeted the person attacking Thunderbluff and said, hey, can you help us down Hogger? But I think the most surprising part of the, all of that was that he said, sure. We have a 63 warrior in Thunderbluff. A 63 I, warrior in Thunderbluff? Yes, I think we need to uh, ask him to help us down Hogger. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, what's his name? What's his name? I just whispered him, can you, letter U, help HLP us down hogger pulls? <laughs> oh my god, he said K, invite, PLS. <laughs> which, which made us go, really? Wow. You're joking. <laughs> You're joking, right? Hey, we had just done it to be annoying and aggravating, but he actually came... <laughs> we had a good time. There was a there was a night elf in there, who we who was trying to duel because we were all level you know five. Ooh, Wolfstalker of the Vampire Clan has come upon our uh, little uh, coffee clutch here, and I just challenge him to a duel, and he accepted, and he's resisting everything. <laughs> he looked at me sternly, and it was over. 
He wants us to put clothes on. I'm sorry. If I could take the shorts off just for that, I would. Everyone jump on him so he can't see the target. So do you think he knows we're together? And Wolfstalker says, ah, they blind me as the naked gnomes jump around. <laughs> Actually, we got everybody jumping around. <laughs> Good. As Quaz uh, attempts to smack him. Got him down 5%. There is no escape. Oh, this is brutal. <laughs> this is funny. He had to heal. Sagati <laughs> healed. Hey, there's strength in numbers. He's trying to find the right gnome to attack. He can't kill us if he doesn't know which one it is. <laughs> we tried to duel us, and we were all jumping up. We had pictures of that, all jumping up and down on him so he couldn't, like, find the target. <laughs> and, and it was just uh, being a good time, you know, running around, being aggravating. But nobody seemed to care. That was the problem. That was kind of the thing. Yeah. Uh, nobody know, and cared. That, and that's the thing, too. That kind of behavior happens, apparently happens there so often, it doesn't, it just goes doesn't unnoticed. Him. It doesn't faze him. <laughs> You know, LD brings up a good point. You know, we're we're standing around here, really just being being aggravating. You know, screaming out for the horde, radio, you know, for the horde, and etc. And nobody else is standing up for uh, the alliance here. Nobody's saying for the alliance. Nobody's telling us to calm down, be quiet, go away, anything. You know, you try to try this mess in Orgrimmar, and. Uh, Oh. It's, uh, God, can you imagine? <laughs> Gonna be on. Uh, yeah, seriously, try it in Undercity. I mean, everybody's gonna hit you with their leg, throw their leg bones at you. That was it. It was just like, uh, fine, you know, we're running around screaming for the horde and jumping up and down and, yeah. you Go know, bulls. <laughs> jumping up and down on the, the auctioneers and in the doorways and just being annoying, basically. Just really, just being a highly antisocial and psychotic. Yeah. So. Um, but it was a good time. <laughs> and we had fun, and we hope everyone who came had fun, because that was an absolute blast. Yeah. And and the best part was hanging out with you guys, you know, on event, in-game, just doing silly stuff. <laughs> just doing this really silly stuff. So that was the best. And here we are. So so we have gone on. We had done a little reminiscing down memory road here. And uh, I think it's time for us to take a wee small break, as is our want at this point in the show. And we will regale you with, of course, long-lost memories from some of our, from, from some words from our sponsors. Ten major healing potions. Fifteen gold from your savings. Crystal blade of the Draenei sword. One hundred gold from your savings. Crusader enchant for the crystal blade of the Draenei sword. Two hundred and fifty gold from your savings. Slicing down that night elf rogue before he can gank you? Priceless. There are some things gold can buy. For everything else, there's... Tokyo City like a big playground When suddenly Batman burst from the shade And hit Godzilla with a bad grenade Godzilla got pissed and began to attack But didn't expect to be blocked by Shaq Who proceeded to open up a can of Shaq through When Aaron Carter came out of the blue And he started beating up Shaquille O'Neal Then they both got flattened by the Batmobile But before we could make it back to the Batcave Abraham Lincoln popped out of his grave And took an AK-47 out from under his hat Blew Batman away with a rat-a-tat-tat But he ran out of bullets and he ran 
this prank and save the day This is the ultimate showdown Of ultimate destiny Could guys, bad guys and explosions As far as the eye can see And only one will survive I wonder who it will be This is the ultimate showdown Of ultimate destiny Sweater. This is the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny. Good guys, bad guys, and explosions. As far as the eye can see, and only one will survive. I wonder who it will be. This is the ultimate showdown. This is the ultimate showdown. This is the ultimate showdown. Ultimate destiny. There I am. I'm the only tar in there. Now, and somebody says, and it's this undead priest, and he says, out in general chat there, don't worry, fatty tarin, I'll heal you. It's just one of those moments you're looking at him like, fatty tarin, fatty tarin. And this is coming from somebody who doesn't even have skin. You are a damn bag of bones with a hat on, fatty tarin. Fine. Did the bastard heal me? Not once. Well, you know, it was it was one of those moments that I was like, God, what do you say? And really, what came to mind was, I'm not fat. I'm just big bone. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Tauran corpse? I mean, it, they're gigantic. I mean, it's like Sasquatch died there. I mean, it's like I'm a bloody Wendigo or something. I'll heal you, fatty Tauran. Oh, God. It's like, man. You just need to go eat a ham sandwich or something. You've got no flesh on you. And there's a heckle thing behind you. You know what? You might want to get your leg back from him there, partner. You're going to need that later. When the warlock fears your dumb ass, you're going to look funny hopping around. 
And that was, of course, our always favorite Lemon Demon and Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Hey, we love that song. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have a really special treat for you now, because this is where View from the Barn would be, but we just kicked that out for this show because <laughs> we don't want it in this show. So instead... <laughs> What we have is a special treat we have for you here and now. An interview with none other than the angry dwarf, who some of you will remember from back in our earlier shows, had made a few comments there and here about the show. Sorry, sorry. You you, you go right ahead. Go ahead. And we welcome him back and uh, for a little, little one-on-one downtime. So, Angry Dwarf, welcome back. Good, good day to you. Good day to you. Please uh, 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 try not to gobble on the carpet again. <laughs> and if, first, uh, l- l- let me clarify a little, a little bit of that. First of all, uh, I've got to tell you, I've got to make one thing perfectly clear. I have a way of semen harsh and rough. Some might even say that I spew out hurtful cusses that bite to the backbone, but don't believe it. They're all just my familiar and chummy ways. They're just endearments. Always sounding like death on a stick, but truly, uh, they just mean that I like you. You you understand? Just a little miscommunication, then. Aye, aye. Okay. You understand, then. All right, then. Let's uh, let's get on with the interview, you beady-eyed, sticky baboon. All righty, then. Well, my first question is, why are you so angry? Uh, Is it a syndrome? Syndrome. Why can't... People can't do anything. They can't turn around, they can't spit, they can't wipe their nose unless some doctor tells them it's a syndrome. They don't do anything for their own reasons. It's a, it's a, what makes you think I'm angry? I don't know what makes you think I'm angry, you pig-faced, puppy-killing, puddle rat pee. Dwarfs are very relaxed people. They Maybe didn't blow your... up at every tiny atomy a nuisance the day brings. They didn't let problems boil their blood. They pick up a hammer and they smack their problems into next Wednesday. Angry. Syndrome out. Wrap a syndrome around your head and light it. You just... Sorry, sorry. Was that abrasive? That's what I mean. It's it's just casual, familiar discussion. Nothing but respect. I see. Got nothing but full respect for you, you bladder sucking snot rag. Big V. Over yes. to you. <laughs> so we continue on with our guest, who is proving to be the soul of calm and discretion. So along those same lines. Do you ever find yourself running out of spleen to vent? I mean, has there ever been anything that's found you at a loss for words? Has there ever been anything that found me at a loss for words? Aye. Alrighty then. What? You asked me the question, I answered it, you puke-faced, dung-munching, wormy pants. What do you want, a, a royal painting? In the first place, if there's spleen that needs venting, like some orc gobshite that steps on my foot, I select the right tool for the job. A sharp axe would be favorite. And I go ahead and vent his spleen. You duck-kneed, nose-picking chunk of bat spit. Oh, so- sorry, sorry. It's my chummy ways. Chummy ways. Familiar I, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the Hands across the, the, the lava pit or whatever. Yes, We're, we're yes. communicating here. It's all... It's, it's all, all good. Very good. It's all very good. It's all very good, yes, yes. Just... Aye. Okay. Aye. Um, have you ever missed an opportunity for an attack due to your your insult crafting? Missed? 
Mr. Opportunity. All right, first of all, you pillock, when you say attack, that means all insults are off. They stop being insults and they turn into battle cries. It's a fine line. Oh, it is. You're right. Well, okay. it's, it's it's subtle screaming. shades of meaning, then. Oh, exactly what you said. And if you think screaming a battle cry could make me miss a chance to put a boot in a blood elf's face, well, <laughs> and they're not crafted. They're never crafted, you weasel-hearted baby-stealing stick of manure. We didn't stand there like pathetic Ponzi poets wondering what to say. They flow like strength through the blood. Or, or like an arrow through a troll's gut, just like dwarven justice, you rock-brained pants-soiling wiggly maggot. That might have seemed abrasive. I, I, I do apologize. We, we'll, we'll, we'll just move on here. It, it's just... We'll have some more tea. It'll be fine, yes. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I think there's. I think we have some scald and morn brew somewhere. If that's more to your liking. Uh, oh, please. That'll be it, fine. Okay. All right. This is. Uh, we're we're going into the realm of the uh, of the hypothetical here. So knowing that dwarves are great thinkers and very yes. calm individuals. Aye. Yes. Calm. Yes. Calm. Aye, that's that's true enough. If for some reason you ever found yourself on the outs. With the alliance, which horde city or land would you live in? Hmm. Well, that's a goodie, that one. That's very good. Well, now, uh, that's not actually so hypothetical uh, that you ask, because, uh, you see, I was I was kicked out once. Were you? Really? I, I, Do you it's tell? It's true. It's true, you screw-eyed toad-licking spider-kissing washoon. One week, I had more cherry grog than was good for me. And I uh, I signed the king up to every magazine there ever was in Azeroth. Oh, he still gets the junk mail from it. <laughs> of course, he was plenty harsh. He was plenty harsh over mm. it. And I went to live with those wind mummy folks over there in that tall island tower they've got out in the shadow of something. Or, you know, the folks that look like someone passed a fart and wrapped it in ribbons and ran a spark through it, those folk. Well, I was with them for eight months and, and until I could pass the blame onto the gnomes. Ah. Well, you know, it's good that you had a it's good that you had a plan for that. Of course it's good I had a plan, you boot-faced crap and slimy bastard. But you know, those uh those electric wind mummies aren't really horde. They they are neutral to to both alliance and horde. You did say dwarves were smart, didn't you? Big V did. Yes. Well, good on him. <laughs> Okay. I don't see any prospects of you coming up with a, 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 a question, a, a next question. Uh, I'm scanning the horizon here, and I don't see one coming. I'm letting my guard down. If you're interviewing for, 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 for damage, then uh, go ahead and attack. No, no, this is a friendly interview. We're just trying to get to know you a little better and get a little no. insight into the mind of a dwarf. A chummy oh, dwarf, a, at a, that. a very chummy and and relaxed dwarf, such as yourself. Exactly um, what you said. Exactly. Exactly. But along those lines, along those lines of Big V's last question, if you were ever stranded on a lifeboat with a gnome and a fishing pole, would you? This is like multiple choice now. All right. I am with you. I'm with oh, you. Okay. Would you a eat the gnome? Or B, use the gnome for bait. A or B, you left out choice C. C is all of the above. Well, C, well, then you left out choice D. You left out the one important choice, you rat-spawned, gutless kidney wipe. 
here's the choice. Here's the real choice. You protect the gnome at all cost. You protect the gnome because as long as he's alive, uh, I'm the tallest one on the boat. Why do you think we let him into our city, you lard-brained, worm-ridden spit-weasel? They're the only, the only other talking thing in the world that we didn't have to look up at. Oh, I see. Okay, it's making sense now. Now it's making some sense, yep. Gnome eater, I cannot believe you, greasy dingo butt-wipe. I don't know, with a Nasperney sauce, maybe. Well, yeah, that is definitely one of those mystical questions that, you know, the sound of one hand clapping and everything, I think. Yes. To me, it's more like a, the sound of me uh, throwing up in my, in, in my mouth a little bit. I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather wipe that uh, right out of my... Uh, oh, oh. Eat, eat, a, eat a gnome. Ugh. Yeah, I can see your point. Yeah, it'd be rather like a satay, I think. But anyway. Next question. <laughs> Here we go. We're picking up speed now. We're, we're, we're starting to move along. Here we go. <laughs> okay, we know that uh, we know that the dwarves, you know, lack their free time. Hmm? Oh, yeah, busy all the time. Let's Work go. hard, play hard. We've got our eyes on the prize. Aye, what you said. Go ahead. So, assuming that you do have some downtime, what do you do to relax? Relax. Oh yes. Oh, I, I relax. I, I relax by reading technical manuals. And, and if you understand why that's funny, then you're both old and a geek. If you didn't ken the reference, then I can't help you. You had to be there, you little <laughs> heart, penny licking jack shat. I had a great grand distant uncle that used to relax that way, and he had an accent that was nearly as poor as mine. But you know, that, that's all I have to say on the matter. We can move along if you like, or if you don't like, I don't care. <laughs> You, you've previously talked about Horde cities, uh, notably Orgamar being a pile of sticks and Undercity mm. being built in a sewer. What's up with Ironforge being built just above a lava pool? I can answer that. Good. <laughs> I can answer that in four words. Okay. We're, we're frugal and smart. That was four words, wasn't it? I think it was. It's all about power. It's all it about is. power. We're way ahead of the rest of Azeroth. Alliance oh. and Horde alike. Really? Geothermal energy. That's the ticket, you bug-faced, crap-combing, slimy bastards. Think about it. You're a... a, a Torin. You're the Torin. Who, who's the Torin there? Uh, uh, that would be me. Yes. There we go. Uh, you're a Torin, and you're, a, you're big, and you got big brains. You can think about this. It heats the whole city for nothing. We can cook with it for nothing. We get to melt our steel to make armor and weapons for nothing. We never have to go out and get wood for fuel. You you cows have figured out free power, too. I've seen it myself. You have the windy millies going up there, up there in your... In your what is it, lightning poker? What's your town? That would be Thunderbluff. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. I got, I got my terms messed up. You got good defense, too, being way up high there. Now, you look at the uh, iron Ironforge defense. Some enemies like to tunnel into a city to take it by surprise. We say, go ahead and tunnel. Go ahead. You'll have a hot reception, and we'll never know about it unless you have time to scream. Mm. And if some bogan comes into Ironforge and starts throwing fireballs around, you think we care? <laughs> oh, oh, dearie, 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 the enemy is attacking with fire. Whatever shall we do? <laughs> I pay you a thousand gold if you can set fire to Iron Forge. Every damn thing in there is rock and metal. Now, Orgrimmar, <laughs> gutworm city of the desert. 
You just drop a lit stick in the wrong place and the whole ridiculous pile of crap will burst into flames like a pile of paper posies. There you are. That's what's up with that, you fork-faced pantsoil and stink on legs. Well, thank you. That was a very uh, thorough answer to that question. Chummy, chummy ways. My chummy ways. Charming, very. Just friendly chat what I have in your mouth. Well, then I think uh, this last question is really... I'm going to turn it over to you, V. Um, this this last question I think we have for you, because I have actually a follow-up to it, but go ahead, ask it. Go ahead. Oh, okay. In your chummy way, a dwarf male and female fight. Who wins? Well, now, that's a trick question, isn't it? It must be a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> You're not so daft as to think that a male of any species walking on two legs ever wins a fight with a female. <laughs> you dizzy, thumb-sucking crap sack. I know I never did. Why do you think they called me the angry dwarf? You don't go on a lot of dates, then. Ah, blew it out your build, your up-pack blue blubbering toad. I, I've got nothing for it to say on that matter. Okay. Trick question. That was a trick question. That was a trick question. Well, we do appreciate you coming by and taking the time to to calmly and, and in a friendly manner answer it, some very deep questions we've had for you. It was my experience. Now go home and pose in front of the mirror some more, you butt-faced, dung-munching hamster smacker. Ooh, you visited my hometown, have you? <gasps> listen, listen, listen. I, I, I stand... I stand here and I nod to you both. You speak your minds. You speak your minds and you call a swine a swine, whether a, a lion or a horde. Well, there's many a bastard that needs their heed smacked for being mean to others, and you folks take their names and you kick them in the bum. I admire that. Now, I'll fight you stinking horde till I breathe my last, but I was wrong. I, I was wrong to pour me bile on your FTH radio, Casty. It's a good wheeze most of the time, and I wish you luck. Honor to you both. Oh, thank you. Oh. Now go slam your head in the gate, you chimp-faced, weedy snot rag. Excellent. Thank you. Anytime. And Annie Ed and I did <laughs> Annie Ed and I did an interview with Court from Court's Corner. And we named it the Crappy Interview of Crappiness. So you will not be hearing that. Ever been out questing? Had a night elf steal your mob and just not know what to say? Ever wish you could get off a really great insult at that right moment? Want to come out with something that will make them remember you? Well, look no further. The Random Insult Generator is the answer to your problems. The Random Insult Generator is never at a loss for that perfect insult. Stand still and get your butt kicked up around your ears, you weasel-hearted, dung-munching crap sack. Maybe you just can't find the right insult at the right time. Maybe you need new insults. Whatever your situation, the Random Insult Generator is for you. Get back here. I'm gonna part your hair with this axe, you butt-ugly, sniveling clump of compost. Hundreds of insults at your very fingertips. Never repeats the same insult twice. Works for mobs, merchants, even other players. Whatever your faction, you'll love the Random Insult Generator. Have a meal of me fist, you butt-ugly crap-combing gobshite. So what if the other side can't understand a thing you just said? You won't understand what you just said either. And it's so easy to use. Just one click and you'll be on your way to having the right insult at the right time. Bite me, will ya? Chew on this, ya jumped-up panty-waist spiral-keyed gas bag. Tell off that annoying gold beggar in style. Great on raid parties, too. 
And now, for the low, low cost of just zero gold, that's right, zero gold, you too can be the proud owner of this special offer that will make you the envy on your server. Get back here! I ain't done punching your head, you chimp-faced, greasy dingo butt-wipe! The random insult generator. Never be at a loss for an insult again. It's me, what you're listening to for the Horde Radio. What I'm loving is the fact that the tailor in shop and chat is a sweatshop. Did you, yes, no yes, down there. yes, I've seen that, yes, I love it, I love it, it's a sweatshop with gnomes. <laughs> and there's some little gnomes sleeping on the pallets, and then there are others, yep. but I really love the captive gnome out in Zang, in Zebrajin. Zebrajin, I know who you mean. You know, notice that they're all gnomes. No, Zerzer is not yeah. making them anything else. They're not making them humans or night no, elves. They're, not they're making, making them, them gnomes. Orcs. That's for yeah, yeah. It's you know, no night elves, no humans. It's all. I mean, sure, it's not a dwarf. Not even a dwarf. They're making them gnomes. I think yep. they uh, have a secret hatred for gnomes. As well, they should. As well, they should. I think they're having a secret hatred. I mean, everybody them. hates gnomes. Yes, even I mean, Blizzard. Yeah, gnomes hate gnomes. Well, they got oh, super... we're back. <laughs> oh, we're back. crap. Didn't see the red light go on. Yeah, red light went back on. All right. But, you know, one of the questions that I get asked a lot is how the, you know, how the pod got started. And, you know, you touched on it earlier. It was, you know, you finally all bowled over, you know, with you and the Hatred of Alliance. And I'm, people ask me, and I says, look, I came on for episode two and just never left. You know, yeah, I was. Can't seem you know, to get rid of you. I mean, uh, you know, sit on the couch. <laughs> I ate the Cheetos. Yeah, I just won't leave. Yeah, you won't leave. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it just kind of hung on, and you know, came about through there. And the big question is, no, we've never met. <laughs> no, we have never met in person. That has been a question that's been asked. You know, how'd you guys meet? And it's like, well, we talk about how we met in game, which, by the way, was blind luck, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the uh, <laughs> it was the old guild before a directionally challenged. Right. And I got, uh, <laughs> I was invited, uh, not so much invited as bribed. You know, I was kind of floating around without a guild. I really didn't know what to do with guilds. So I'd been in a couple and just, yeah, okay, great, this is great, eh, okay, this sucks, and I was out. And some some guy who eventually left the guild uh, wrote up to me, whispered me, and said, I'll give you a gold if you'll join up. Hey, yeah, hey. all right. I'll, I'll, I'll take some change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and boom, there I was, and we just kind of ran into each other like that. Yeah, <laughs> but, and discovered we were both really evil people. Yeah, we, and, yeah, uh, it's same brand of evil. Same and, brand uh, of evil, and uh, after I started the pod, I asked you if you wanted to, you know, do something. Yeah, you know, you want to have a segment. Uh, mm-hmm. so, okay, cool. And, you know, the name, View from the Barn, I mean, that just kind of, he said, okay, what do you want to call it? I'm like, oh, pfft. Hell, I don't know. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, view, view from the barn. There we go. So, and, and yeah, he kind of is just like, you know, the guy who sits on your couch and doesn't leave. Um, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kicks his shoes off, put his, puts his feet on the table, you know, you know, stinking socks, you know. Helps I mean, himself got, to the fridge, you know, and just yeah, uh, and, there and, he is. You know, reminds you that you're out of beer. Exactly. Because, but, you know, he drank it all, but. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And won't go out for more, but that's yeah. okay. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, so that's how we uh, that's how we kind of met as it were. But in real, no, we have never met for real. The recording sessions are all done through the the magic of the internet. This is where I really got to take my hat off to you. Is you know the production on this is amazing and guys i got nothing to do with that end of it nothing zero i sit down i tell my stories and that's it that's all i do the real the real magic of it is all in annie ed's editing and also her uh, her production skills because i mean if you listen from the first episode on i mean it's been a learning process but there was yes. just like one day that bam it started sounding like NPR. <laughs> and Yeah, you know, if you hear some of our earlier episodes, there were a couple of bumps in the road uh, as far as sound quality and whatnot that we kind of had to iron out as we went. Just one of those, like you said, it's a learning process. Yeah, but, you know, I have always maintained she makes me sound a heck of a lot cooler than I really am. And her editing, her production is all just, you know, top notch. So, hey, I got nothing but love for you on that one. Just really good Aww. stuff. You like me. Really like me. Yeah, and that's the last time I'll mention it f- until we do our next anniversary, next anniversary show. show. You know, won't ever say it again. But thank yeah, you very please. much. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, re- I read have- that. I read that poem and just said that. So you know, <laughs> that's enough. So I'm done. You know, <laughs> <laughs> back to more of the. I mean, I got. Love. I mean, I got some troll love and everything, but you know, that's it. That's okay, enough. move. And as always, gotta have the move. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we do have an email, which we got from our buddy Precaution, who asks us uh, quite a few questions. Cool. Yes, and I will read these to you. This is in, in, You have no foreknowledge of these. Uh, none. I am, uh, up until now, I was in blissful ignorance now. Um, now you're having some. I'm having some colon shaking anxiety uh, yes as you should and this is from as I said precaution who writes dear Annie Ed biggest of V's and Zog of XP I have some questions and seeing as your one year anniversary show is coming up I thought it would be a good time to ask them hopefully all three of you can answer and we will get Zog of XP to answer unfortunately Zog is away he is still sunning himself on the beach somewhere so we will hit him up later for these questions, which we will air later in the show. But the first question that Precaution has asked is, what is your favorite color? Blue. No, red. <laughs> no, he asked, what, what's your favorite yep. color? What's, your favorite, what's my favorite color? Okay, so it's, color? All right, so it's not a pun, and so it's not the Monty Python riff. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Crossing the Bridge of Death, you have to answer three questions, but anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, well, right. what is your favorite color? Uh, blue. That's it. Uh, blue. I mean, well, okay. Cerulean blue. How about okay. that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, spice it up a little. You know? Okay. I, don't know. I have to say, I have to say, mine's very boring. I, I am a very black because black just basic black just goes with everything, and it looks really cool on a rogue. Actually, it looks really cool on any character. So you're worried about accessorizing your characters? Always. But you brush your dog's teeth too, don't you? No, I don't. Shush. <laughs> Second question. What is your favorite food? Hmm. Ooh. Wow. Now we're starting to get into a little more soul searching. I'll tell you. Yes. Well, you don't get to be my size by being terribly discriminating with uh, what flies down your gullet. But if I if I had to pick, if I could only have one kind of cuisine... Yes. Uh, for the rest of my life, it would be uh, Asian. And that, anywhere, I mean, Chinese, Japanese, Indonesian, mm-hmm. Thai, anything like that. 
but you know, hey, let's face it, I'm from down south, so you um, you put uh, pork ribs in front of me, they're gone soon. And you're you're a happy person. That's right. I go into a food coma, but hey, I'm happy. Uh. <laughs> I'm a happy person. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to say just about anything. I'm I'm pretty uh pretty open. Okay, well, well all right, come on, come on, come to, on. Not just blue. Not just blue. Not just okay. No, I like food. No, come on. Uh, chocolate. Chocolate's a food. Okay. All right. Chocolate is a food. Chocolate. <laughs> okay. Well, what kind of chocolate? Dark chocolate. Dark. That is notice no hesitation for me no, on that one. None at all. None. Dark chocolate, a must. Must be dark chocolate. So yeah, chocolate is a food, I think, and and I'm sticking by that. Cool. He uh, has another question. Another question. He has quite a few. Cool. Uh, what song do you play on your computer or MP3 player as you slaughter helpless mobs, bunnies, fell reavers, etc.? I listen to, um, this is kind of surprising actually, uh, but I listen to uh, trance, a lot of electronic music when I'm playing, just because I don't have, I don't have to think about anything. I can focus on the task at hand, but I listen to uh, a podcast by a guy out in San Francisco, I think he's in the Bay Area, his name's DJ Addison, and his uh, podcast is Rotation. And I'll listen to that. I pretty I recycle that in the uh, Gareth Emery podcast. Those are the those are the two big ones. And Pink Floyd. Oh yeah, I, I think I've shown uh, just by because t- through our music selection, I I like a variety of different types of music. Some of it I would love to play on the show, but damn it, they tell me it's copyrighted and I can't do that. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> so I'm not allowed to play a lot of the stuff that I would like to play. I have to, which is also very cool. I have to go to hit up Garage Band and whatnot, and uh, with these new artists and try. To, and basically, what I put up on the show is what I like. <laughs> there you go. I go through it and go, gee, I like that. I hope you guys like it too, but yeah. <laughs> screw it, I like it. <laughs> we could put Warren Zevon stuff on the podcast. I'd totally oh. lobby for it, but yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so my musical tastes really vary. I mean, from classical to some rap to pop to rock. To, I mean, just a, a mishmash. As I've said, I like songs, not bands. I mean, I know bands. I mean, and some bands have some more songs that I like from them. But I'm definitely more of a, of a song person. It's not like, oh, I like that band. It's more like, I like that song by that band. Usually everything else they put out for me sucks. But that <laughs> one song. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of funny because I'm exactly the opposite. I mean, I'm more of, I'm more of a band guy. I mean, mm-hmm. dear Lord, how many times have I told you oh, since we started this podcast, hey, guess what? I'm going to go see Rush. You know. Now, that yeah. is one of the few bands that I do like because they have, they have a lot of songs, you see. So that qualifies me to like the band when they have, like, you know, four or more that I okay. enjoy. That'll qualify me to listen to them as a band. <laughs> You've distilled 30 years of music down to, okay, well, they got at least four songs. <laughs> exactly, that I enjoy. So there you go. Okay, there but, we uh, go. All right, you know. All right. I don't listen to too much music while I'm playing the game because it slows my... I hit chat wrath and I'm doomed. So I don't... <laughs> I hit chat and if it's running on my machine, I'm so doomed. Uh, so... Don't listen to as much music as I used to since Burning Crusade came out. But yeah, usually a mishmash. What is your favorite race and class? Um... Well, I'm going to have to go with Tauren and Warriors. I mean, they're just... They're big, they're ugly, they scratch. And... You know, they're strong. Dumb as a box of hair, but, you know, they're 
I mean, they're formidable looking. And it really took me a while to warm up to them, honestly. I started out, I think I've mentioned this before, as an undead warlock. And just through various and sundry misadventures, deleted it. And, you know, went down a dark path and came back. And, you know, a buddy of mine... Uh, I was showing him the game, and we were, uh, you know, just creating stuff. I was like, okay, yeah, hey, this is how you you make a guy, you know. And we just kind of tricked out a Tarin once, and he was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I wanted to be impressive looking, and I wanted to be a warrior. Yeah, okay. So you know, we clicked on the Tarin, we you know tricked him out, and did all his features and etc. And that's what became Big V. Uh, okay. So I'm going to have to go with uh, Tauren Warrior. I will say I, I do like the trolls. Um, I got to say I like the male trolls a little bit more than the female just because they got a really fun dance. Yeah, it's that whole Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu yeah, capoeira thing. they got thing. this really well, cool yeah. dance. Um, I also like the way the male trolls... Well, my favorite class I've made... I've talked about... It's got to be the hunters. Got to be mm-hmm. the hunters. Love the hunters. But the male troll hunters now, they can shoot their bow really cool, which pisses me off, um, being that I am a female troll hunter. Mm -hmm. They get this whole, like, you know, where they tilt the bow to the side and Mm -hmm. lean back into it when they pull, which I think is really sad. You know who else does that? The male blood elves do that, too. Okay. Um, Females stand a little straighter. They got better posture. They got better posture. We stand a little straighter and we fire. Very ladylike about it. Yeah, but you you just don't ride your lizard side saddle. No, we don't ride the lizard side saddle, and uh, you know who really should though? I've seen the blo- uh, blood elf females, especially those. <laughs> the hawk strider. You're because you know what I'm telling. <laughs> On the hawk strider, especially those um, female blood elves who are of the caster persuasion, mm-hmm. who have the robes mm-hmm. and the dresses, because that is yep. the most unladylike thing when they oh. are riding that hawk strider, man. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'll tell you. I noticed that the other day with the Madge. <laughs> side saddle. Side, side saddle. saddle. Yeah, exactly. They really need to be side saddle, which I'm really surprised. Yourself, you know? <laughs> um, with the uh, characteristics they have given Blood Elves, Blizzard has given this to them, and the players have just run with it. The characteristic, the persona that people have put upon the Blood Elves as being very, you know, GQ and, you know, very upper class almost. I'm really surprised they don't ride side saddle. Yeah, really. But yeah, that is the most yeah very unladylike thing is a female cloth wearing yeah. <laughs> blood elf riding that hawk strider is just not proper. No. Anyway, <laughs> that wasn't quite the question, but but the, yeah, there I, you go. There you are. <laughs> that's what I think. I like I, I like a variety of races just because of certain things. You know, the undead again, males now they give the males I think the cooler dances which. We won't get into here. But yeah, that is. A, they do have a cool dance. They got the air guitar uh, going, which is awesome. Gotta love the air guitar. I'm not a huge fan of the Tarin dance, though. That little uh, kind of, I yeah. don't know what it's mimicking, but it's Yeah, he raises the roof at one point. And it, it's cute, but, you know, the dance that I really, I really like the male orc. The hammer time Who dance. doesn't like the hammer time? Yeah. You gotta love the hammer time. Yeah. Now, the female Tarin, on the other hand, they do the uh, electric slide. Yes. Which is which is cool, but I'm sorry, I'm just not gonna roll a female Tarin. <laughs> no, it's it's male, and I'm even really pretty specific about what kind of ring I want in his nose. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the yeah the ring the the nose ring has got to be very specific. But you know that's 
my own sickness, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not saying I'm not down with nose rings. Nose rings rock. Okay. I, I don't have one, but, you know. See, I'm trying to deflect angry emails now. Um, <laughs> you know you've been doing a podcast for a while when you think to yourself, okay, if I say this, I'm going to get angry email. <laughs> <laughs> What do you have in birds or, you know, we all know how you feel about birds. Have you gotten any hate mail on that yet? What do you have against the birds, Big V? You know, I actually thought I was going to get hate mail over the birds. I got nothing. Hmm. Uh, now now that I've said that, I mean, my inbox is going to be full of, uh, <laughs> what's wrong with a chicken hawk? You know, you're not down with parakeets? What's no, wrong they're... with Tweety? Why don't you like Tweety? Oh man, I was always rooting for Sylvester. Uh, I too. I got to admit, Tweety yeah, bugged the ever-loving crap out of me. And not just—I mean, so he could then get on with his life and maybe get some speech therapy or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted to take his big head and slam it in the door a few times. Really, and you know, same thing with Wiley Coyote. Are you seeing? Are you seeing a pattern here? I mean, think about it. It's all birds. True. You're right. Yeah. Filthy, nasty, disease-carrying birds. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. As a matter I, of fact, I think I, I did say that I, at one point. <laughs> <laughs> and for caution, as a final question. Okay. What is your most hated race and class? <laughs> is this a trick question? <laughs> Come on. Come is on. This no, a no, what's the, no, what's the real question? What do you ask? No, that's what he asked. <laughs> Come on, it's got to be the gnomes. And what class? I, I know what mine is. What's yeah, mine's, mine's gnome warlocks. Okay. Yep. Mine yep. are the gnome rogues. Okay. I'm I'm not a fan of the gnome rogues, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think yeah. we're all decided that the race is the gnome. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, class honestly, America. I don't like any of the class. Yeah, really, <laughs> that they have, but. Believe it or not, yes. I'm, I'm actually a little surprised to hear you say the gnome. Not terribly, but a little bit because of the constant, well, not constant, and moaning about the night elves. Yeah. Well, you know I'm not seeing that many night elves. I mean, occasionally when I go in the battlegrounds, yeah, you'll be a, a druid running around. But it's mostly, I'm seeing mostly gnomes. Well, that's right. See, it's so fresh. That's why. Yeah. Yo, there's been some not elf hatred, sure enough. Yeah, I think we covered that earlier. Yeah, we did, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. by the same token, I think I've I think that I've been pretty consistent in the gnome hatred. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think all maybe of us have been pretty good. Yeah, maybe not as Blizzard. vocal about it, but yeah. Even Blizzard has been pretty as has shown their own gnome hatred as uh well, you heard as we came back from the break, but anyway. Now, if these were uh, questions you were asking, uh, you know, the actual character, his would be favorite color, plate. Favorite food, gnome. Yeah, <laughs> gnome. Um, favorite music? What's music? Yeah, what's music? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, Favorite race and class? Me. Favorite race and class? <laughs> me. Uh, least favorite? Anybody that draws down on me. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. He concludes his email by saying he wants to give uh, send shout-outs to the extra Conus Knox members out there. We might be split up, but our hearts will always remember the treachery, the battles, and the good times that made up the guild. Thanks a ton, FTH Radio. 
And that is from Precaution. Thank you, Precaution, for asking the questions. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks. We did cool ask stuff. that. We said send in questions, and he has. And I can't wait to hear what Zog's uh, answers are to those, because we're going to ask him. No, I've go got ahead. a question for you. And this is one that I'm pretty sure that... Uh, I don't say I'm pretty sure. I have no freaking clue. But I'm going to ask you this anyway. Okay. Um, I have an idea of the answer, but... How much? How long does it take you to actually put the pod together? Good question. <laughs> on a, uh, yeah, on I, average, I've not never... not the ones where we're sitting around, you know, with our fingers up, our noses going, "Oh my God, what are we going to talk about?" But or the ones that just come, bam, bam, bam. You right, know, right. Just um, on got, average, yeah, I know, because well, all of them, even the ones that come, bam, bam, bam. Um, there's still work that has to go into them. Uh, I know usually, and anyone who I, you know, any of our listeners who have swung by, you can tell when the pod's about to come out because Annie Ed is suddenly nowhere to be found in game like the week prior to mm-hmm. the show airing. Annie Ed kind of vanishes for that week uh, because it takes pretty much every night and I've talked about this it's like there's only so much time to give any you know the game or any hobby because I'm not independently wealthy which sucks because I know when we do view usually we've got you know, when we finally settle down <laughs> and you've probably got you know if we've you know, for a 20, 30 minute segment, you've probably got an hour and a half to cull through. And and it's funny because when you're editing, I mean, so t- anyone who's ever done any kind of editing will attest to this, you know, for the 15 minutes worth of show that you actually hear took, you know, four hours of, pe- you know, or three hours or whatever, peeling out everything that wasn't working or you know putting it together or thought collecting thought collecting is bad with podcasts. Oh, and I'm yeah. guilty of it too. And I, um, you know, I'm the worst. I feel bad for you because, <laughs> you know, there'll be. <laughs> yeah, guys, this is the way that view works. A little behind the scenes look. Yes. At what actually happens. <laughs> okay, I put on the headphones and we just start talking. And for a while, it's just bad. Now, I'm not saying bad talking to Annie Ed because hey, love talking to Annie Ed. Come on. He has to say that. <laughs> yeah, I tell you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're out of beer, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but what'll happen is there'll be one thought that crystallizes, and it'll maybe something uh, that I say, it may be something that you say, and then bam off to the races and it all just kind of falls and after that you know it's just kind of cleaning uh, i think it, it's just sort of cleaning stuff up taking out an extraneous mm, uh, oh you know something like that but the painful part of it i would imagine is when you're wind is when i start winding up you know it's sort of like okay there's and you even mentioned this when there is you know there's an idea forming and I've got to talk around it until yes. it finally germinates, and then finally, bam, there it goes. So the hard part is just waiting on that spark, waiting on that idea to just kind of germinate, because um, I usually come to the recording sessions fairly unprepared. Uh, no. <laughs> five minutes before, it's like, oh, crap, what am I going to talk about tonight? Yes. <laughs> A moo, yeah. That's moo, it. yeah. Okay, I got moo and nothing else. <laughs> so, 
You know, I come in, you know, <laughs> it's like the it's like the cheap pops from, uh, you know, your favorite concert. You know, it's just, hey, we love being in, insert city t- city name here. You yes. know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the things you can always you know, sort of fall back on is there. But, you know, I can always move. You there know? you are. I mean, and I can usually work myself into a lather about, you know, a gnome or a night elf or something like that. But even usually, though, it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't come. No. Sometimes it has happened where it just doesn't come, and for whatever reason. Yeah, there and those no are the, those are bad because I mean, I'm emailing Annie Ed during the week, going, "Okay, look, I know I laid a big egg. You know, that report <laughs> session was, you know, a complete turd. I, I'm free, you know, ex." not this week we want to you know, take another swing at this and you know sometimes it happens and sometimes we've happens. done that and it wor- and it works fine mm-hmm. but you know sometimes the mood's got to be on you <laughs> you really got to you sometimes yeah just sometimes uh, real life gets in the way uh, of a recording schedule yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you got your head elsewhere. But, exactly. But we love you from the barn. I think uh, you was an excellent addition to to the podcast. And I know our listeners absolutely. It's like, <laughs> as I've always said, where's Big V? Warrior Hood Radio is great. Oh, I love the show. Where's Big V? I just named the damn show. Where's Big V? That's what I should name the show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Everyone loves the cow. <laughs> and we love the cow, too. It's been an exciting year of moves. Yeah, and by George, there have been plenty of them. No! Uh, I think it's time for us to, to swing off and take another break. So we leave you with this collection of whale songs.
Yupperware is guaranteed to keep the souls of your victims fresh until you rip them from their everlasting torment to serve your every slavish desire as a demonic minion should. You'll have no more interrupted summons, no more griping or forlorn pleas to be sent back. Your minion will be glad to serve you since you kept him tormented in such a suitable container. And look how fresh they are. Yes, fresh as an undead daisy. Yupperware. Available on the auction house in 12, 14, 16, and the gigantic 20-slot magnum. Yupperware. For the warlock that's packing. Hey everyone! Before I begin, I'd like to give a couple shout-outs. First, to Radilla and Gnome Tipper of the Off the Air Guild on the Matteron server for helping me figure out a way to remain Zathras when I move my character to their server. They pulled my bacon out of the fire by teaching me how to create umlauts. 
Thanks, guys. Second, I'd like to give a huge shout-out to For the Horde Radio for digging one year of Alliance-infuriating madness. It's been a great run so far, and I can't wait to see what future episodes will bring to us. Now, on to the reviews. Leveling up, or digging as it is affectionately known, is a great thing. It means more quests, more abilities, and usually another talent point. It's also a pretty nice feather in your cap. Believe me, those of us near the level cap know that it doesn't happen nearly enough. So, when you do see that glow hit your character and that lovely chime sounds, you want to brag about it to the world. Well, that's just what this add-on will automatically do for you. When you level up, Auto Dig Extended will automatically announce it to a specified channel. Usually, you would want this to be your guild, but if you're not gilded, it can also announce it to a party chat, or, as a last resort, it will also send the ding to a, the Say channel. But we all know a single line would get annoying over time, so the author built the add-on to select a quote at random from 15 different ones, as well as a couple when you reach important milestones. It's a great little mod that I've been using recently, which I've really enjoyed. If it sounds like something you might like, it can be found at wowui.worldofwar.net. The other add-on I'm reviewing this time goes hand-in-hand -hand with Autoding Extended. Some of my guildmates have already been subjected to it, and they haven't shot me yet, so I guess that could tell you something. Of course, knowing how important dinging is to a player, you would want to join with your guildmates when they do reach a new level and pat them on the back. But maybe you're too lazy to type, congratulations, Rodella, for reaching level 62. Or perhaps you have a really strange sense of humor and just want to call him a leveling beast. Either way, Guild Greet is for you. Whenever someone in your guild levels up, their name will pop up in a small window on your screen. If you click that name, it will randomly select and send a congratulatory message to Guild Chat, after which the window will disappear. But Guild Greet has so much to offer the lazy player. It can also send greetings when a guild member logs in, gets promoted, re-logs in, etc. All the greetings are 100% configurable without having to edit a single configuration file. It can also greet a player by their main name, if you tell the add-on who is an alt and who isn't. If all this sounds like something you might be interested in using, you should head on over to curse.com and look for Guild Greet. That's one word. Now, we all know gnomes are filthy little things. They're small, annoying, smell funny, and you can never be quite sure where they've been. Now, sometimes you just want to grab one, strap it to the nearest table, shove an electrified cattle prod up there. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I, I got a little carried away. Anyway, you really can't violate a gnome in the game, but this add-on's the next best thing. With Zap and Gnome, you can get all your gnome-crushing frustration out in a socially acceptable manner. You simply type slash zag, now that's for Zap and Gnome, in your chat window, and you'll have a table in front of you where the twitchy little things will pop up at random intervals from the holes. The object is to zap as many of the little buggers as you can within 90 seconds. Certain gnomes award more points than the others. But, before you go off zapping wildly, be careful where you point your tool. You don't want to hit the rocket car, the goblin, or humans wearing gnome masks. I'm not quite sure why humans would want to wear a gnome mask, but who can know what humans want? If you hit any one of these, you will lose points. Best of all, you can share your scores with others in the guild who have the add-on installed. It even keeps the top three scoreboard of your fellow guildies. So go to wowinterface.com and look for Zappa Gnome. Get it. Love it. Crush the gnomes. Trust me, they deserve it. On a side note, you will want to either disable the sound on the add-on or delete slash replace the zap sound file. It is really annoying. This has been Zathras for For the Horde Radio. Back to you, Annie Ed.
kept hammering me with these whispers. Pulls. <laughs> please, please, not pulls. Oh, God, it drives me nuts. Ezog. Give us the blog, man. Don't make us come and get it. Hello, one and all, and welcome to another wonderful segment of your Zog blog. Ah, one year anniversary. <laughs> it's so beautiful, I can almost cry. Wait a minute, I'm undead. I don't have tear ducts. What the hell am I talking about? Moving on. This not only is the one year anniversary of our oh so wonderful for the whole radio, but it happens to be the anniversary of Precaution and Acrine. And we have Acrine here who would like to say something very special to Precaution. I love you, baby. Happy anniversary. Thank you. And isn't that sweet? Moving right along, I have a couple of interesting facts to tell you. Now, some of you may have noticed that I haven't been on World of Warcraft recently. That is a truly sad incident, and I'm going to explain that right now. Summer is a very trying thing. I mean, in between art school, getting sunstroke, getting breaking out in hives, and among all these horrible, horrible events, it's been difficult to find time. And if that's not bad enough, I was just playing one day. Yes, I actually had found the time to enjoy myself. And I was just playing like a happy bunny out in the field. And I'm flying on a griffin from somewhere to somewhere. The name escapes me currently. And all of a sudden, I freeze. That's right, I lag. And okay, it's a lag. It'll get over in a couple seconds, right? And it was, but all of a sudden, everything goes red. And I'm not talking just a little bit of a tint red, I'm talking everything is on fire. The entirety of everything looks like Duraker. It looks on fire, it looks like Red Rock. Um, Thunder Bluff looked like it had been hit with napalm, it was ridiculous. You see that cute little bunny hopping across the field on fire? That was my computer. That was why I cannot play World of Warcraft. And Blizzard, oh so wonderful Blizzard, who is oh so generous as to not really help people out who have Max, I have yet to find a solution to this problem. So, unless I want to run around with my eyes being scorched out because everything is a burning blaze, I'm kind of out of luck. Moving on, I have recently obtained the Warcraft 3 Battle Chest. Now, I have played World of Warcraft many, many, many times. Uh, not World of Warcraft, my mistake. I have played Warcraft 3 many, many times. And it's not like I haven't beaten the game before. So one might ask, why would you buy? Why would you possibly conceive to buy the games yet again? Well, I've hacked them. So after, you know, six or so years of stealing Warcraft 3, I finally decided maybe I should buy it. Maybe I should invest in this game that I love so much. So I did. And I had the pleasure of experiencing Battle.net for the first time. And I'd just like to take a quick second to compare it to Battlegrounds. Now, I noticed, one of the major things I noticed is, when playing on Battlegrounds, everyone is a, in a very huge rage, like I mentioned before, you know, blood rage syndrome. And I noticed, the first thing I noticed when I started playing on Battle.net was nobody was like that. 
You know, you enter the game and you either don't talk at all, or you have a gentle, calming conversation like you're having tea. It's like sitting down there, mm, how are you today? Yes, I'm upstartingly good. How about you? Mm, yes, I'm about to attack you with my hordes of undead. Oh, jolly good. It's, not, it's like, ah, ah, I hate you, human. Ah, ah. Anyway, moving right along there. In honor of the one-year anniversary, I received an email from Empty Ed with questions from Precaution that he would like to have answered. So, Precaution, he asked me, what is your favorite color? Well, I thought about that for a while, and then I realized I'm undead. I'm colorblind. Everything is gray, or black, or white. Dude, what the hell? Moving on, what is your favorite food? Well, I've always been a fan of people. I mean chocolate. I like chocolate. Um, yes, um, chocolate and bunnies and meat and anything that was once alive at some point and children and chocolate. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Moving on to the third question. What song do you play on your computer or MP3 player while you slaughter helpless mobs of bunnies and fell River Well, uh, how do I put this? I'm an artist. Electronics do not like me. I touch something electronically and it turns to crap in my hands. So even though that this beautiful, wonderful, sleek Macintosh computer that is supposedly indestructible, the moment I touched it, it was filled with laggy goodness. So I'm not even able to have my iTunes open while I play. So the only sounds I hear are, if I'm lucky, the only sounds I will hear are either silence or people talking to each other on Ventrilo or TeamSpeak. Moving on, what is your favorite race in class? Um, undead, because we're cool, or something? Actually, to be quite honest, I always wanted to be an orc. Orcs have this sort of wonderful backstory behind them, unlike the humans who would like to believe they're noble but are really just a bunch of heads. We orcs have this very, I don't know, they're very aesthetically pleasing, I guess. And, and they're big and strong and muscly and they can snap you in half like a chicken bone. Yes. What is my most hated race in class is the last question on my menu today. Well, I thought about this and most people would say, oh, the gnomes. The gnomes are god-awful. They suck. Ugh, hate them. I am not particularly so. Although I do despise gnomes, I can't deny that when you're on the run, they make a wonderful snack. I'm undead. I cannibalize. It's what I do. So, you know, if, I, if I'm if i on a long trek, maybe I'm going to Ashenvale all the way from, you know, Lord of Ron. Maybe, maybe I'm going from the Undercity to Ashenvale. And I need a snack, because I'm hungry. Because, you know, that's what I do. I eat. So, I, I, you know, I'm running and I, and I see a gnome and, you know, it's just so small and easy to pick up and chew on while I'm running or riding or whatever. And, you know, that's, what they, that's why I like them to some extent. What I really, really hate is the night elves. I mean, why are you purple? What is the point in that? Why do your eyes glow? I mean, you just eat carrots. Eat carrots. Carrots make you see in the dark. So why are your eyes glowing? I'm undead. That's why my eyes glow. What about you? What do you? What, what's your explanation? Nothing. That's right. To be quiet. Ugh. And I mean, ugh. Ugh. I hate them. I hate them. Ugh. I mean, it, it's like they want to be us. They want to be cool, but they're not. They fail. I hate them. Moving on. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this month's segment of Zoglog, and I will hopefully have fixed the problem with my computer by the next segment. I'd like to again say a wow and just amazing great job Angie Ed and Big V 
and congratulations on your one year anniversary on For the Horde Radio. Just absolutely amazing. I remember, you know, listening to this, you know, a year ago and, and thinking, this is some funky ass. This thing could cure AIDS and kill nuns. It is that cool. And, you know, I still listen to this day. So thank you guys for making such a wonderful podcast and letting me in the podcast. And thank you, everyone, who made this possible. So, as usual, strength and honor for the Horde. And now a new special favorite thing here at For the Horde Radio. It's time for... Who the hell is this? Yes, who the hell is this? But before we get into our new contestant, we actually had answers for our old contestant. Yes, indeed. Who the hell this is? We know who the hell this is. We actually had two people respond. And the first came to us from our friend Precaution. Hi, uh, for the Horde Radio, it's Precaution from the Etrigan Now Mataran server. I know who the hell that was last uh, last podcast. It was my good friend Seth Rydris. Um, he's new to WoW, level 35 Shadow Priest on Etrig. And he wanted to call in, he just started listening, and he loves every single episode. But he didn't know what to say. So he called in and said, uh, good old for the Horde. So props to Seth. He's shy, but he's working his way up. Bye. And we also actually got this uh, email tipping us off as well. And the email reads, Okay, well, I have a bit of information I'm willing to share. Once upon a time, there was someone listening to FTH Radio. During the last moments of the podcast, this person heard the call-in number. This person thought, I'm bored. Eh, why the hell not? This person picked up, picked the phone up, but right before dialing the number, realized, I don't know what to say. Then, an idea came to this person. An amazing idea. This person called the FTH call-in number and without hesitating shouted, FOR THE HORDE! Then this person hung up the phone, smiled, and logged back onto his character, Seth Rodras, his now level 35 shadow spec priest. Wow, I didn't expect anything like that. For the Horde Radio rocks. Thank you both so much. I almost died laughing when I heard that. At first, when I heard the who the hell is this, I didn't think much of it. But I heard my voice and realized that was about me. That was extremely unexpected. Thanks, Annie Ed and Big V. From Seth Rogers from the Etrig server and a new member of the Severed. Thanks for letting me in for the Horde. So we have a winner for our last show of Who the Hell is This? Thank you both to Precaution for Squealing and to Seth Rodras for letting us know it was you. And our our fabulous prize to both of you for participating in this contest is you ready? Are you yeah. Psyched? Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm here. I mean, You're I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about ready just to pee all over myself with excitement. We have for both of you a lifetime supply of air which you can use anywhere and anytime you want go ahead use it right now go ahead aren't All right. you excited aren't you excited so thank aren't you, you both. Lucky? <laughs> we, and we spare no expense here for the horde radio so thank you both very much and please enjoy your lifetime supply of air uh courtesy of for the horde radio fabulous prizes here at for the horde radio i mean you. really real stuff spare no expense yeah. Where did we get the air anyway? I'm not going to divulge that information. Okay. All right. Best best left alone that, I guess. But now we have a new contestant for... A new contestant, a you say? A new contestant, I say, in our fabulous game of... Who the hell is this? 
And this one is a little tricky. This one's a little tricky, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not sure we're ever going to find out who the hell this is, but let's let you hear and we'll go from there. Sprint customer, I sent you a text-to-landline message for the Horde. Thank you for using text to landline. You know, my first question there was not just who the hell is this, but what the hell is that? <laughs> I thought to myself, I have no clue what the hell that is. And then I thought, well, who the hell would send such a thing? Good. On that hell of a thing. On that hell of a thing <laughs> of who the hell this is. Good detective question, I think. Yeah. So the question really is, who the hell is this? If you know who the hell this is, please... Send in, give us a call, or send in an email, and let us know who the hell is this, because we would like to know. Very clever. We'd like to know who the hell this is. (laughs) Very, very clever of you sneaking that in there in that format, I think. Very sneaky. That is, but you know, we're very clever here at For the Horde Radio. Yes, we do have clever, And we we have clever listeners. So, (laughs) you just wait. We're going to find we out. Find, if we can't find out who the hell you are, we're going to make something the hell up. <laughs> and you won't be able to tell any difference because we won't know who the hell you are. And if you do respond, we'll know who the hell you are. And thereby, our machination, machinations, yes, <laughs> will have to fruition. And those are all the big words that I'm going to use today because I apparently can't say them. Tune in again next show for the exciting, uh, hopefully, conclusion to... Who the hell is this? And now we're going to get into our... Reading of the We've got some emails from our uh, buddy Eskimog here, who is uh, giving us uh, updates on how he's doing with his uh, slash played time, which some of you will remember I vowed to never do again. Uh, and <laughs> ask rights. Hey, Annie Ed and, and Big V, of course. All right. So after two days and 12 hours, I've hit 42. You're right. The 40s do kick your ass. By the way, my two friends have been really busy with rating and such, so that's all by myself. Anyway, I'd like to give a shout out. Evil of the Shadow of Withered Moon Guild for helping me when I ran out of mana and out of ammo with, with Dust Wallet. Boy, that's bad. Running out of mana Ooh, and ammo. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, you <laughs> feign death, feign death. Feign death. Well, you can't without mana. Run away. Run away. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> we run. We run. Oh, damn, we're swimming now. Anyway. Uh, S continues. Well, I've hit 61 and about four bubbles away from 62. I did not achieve my goal. The 40s are a killer. But I did hit 60 in four days, 20 hours. So I'm pretty proud of that. Anyway, I was just checking in. Can't wait for the next show. I'll ride again when I get stepped on by the Reaver and hit 70. My goal is Tuesday, the 22nd. So, he sends us one more and finishes up saying, I've dinged the mightiest of all levels. 70. Woohoo! Rock on for you. Now, what did I do when I hit the big 7-0? Well, I bought my slow glump and flew back to the and flew to the dark portal, went to the tippy top, then jumped off for my stupidness of rolling in a line. <laughs> Good, good. Yeah, as as uh, well you should. <laughs> no. <laughs> good one. But but we do so, appreciate the the gesture made. We do. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm feeling it. It says, well, after that, 
power-leveled alchemy, then did some herbing. My final time played was nine days, ten hours. Not my goal, but it was a feat nonetheless. Yeah, no doubt, because I think it took me, what, 20-something days to do it? Uh, yeah, like it was... I, don't even, I haven't even checked myself, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and, and you're better off for that, I think. I anyway, he continues on. He says, but I do have a story. So there I was in Nagran killing ogres to save some broken draenei that I don't know the name of. And I really just don't care because it's an alley NPC. Anyway, a non-elf priest comes up to me and was like, want a group? And I was like, uh, not elf. You've been there. But I joined and we quested a little and did a few quests around that general area. So we get to this big ogre that holds some key to the cage of the broken draenei that I've saved like three times before. Anyway, I die at the big ogre, and what does the priest do? Go straight for the cage and then hearths. I know real life could have been involved, but I added this guy to my friends list, and he was on for the next hour. Never going AFK, so I'm calling out every night elf out there, just because I forgot the name of this priest, but you know who you are. For the Horde. Ah, uh, well, what do you want from a night elf? Yeah. You should, we told you, stay Stay away from the night elves. Yeah. I mean, you group with them if you must, but do not expect, oh, a res. Thank you for sending in your progress. Yeah. That has come in, actually. Those were, those had come in to us over, you know, the weeks we've been away. So it was kind of nice to keep getting these little emails with the update of how far you've come. Yeah, good stuff. And, hey, that's, that's a good time. I mean, if I could make that time, shoot, I'd be thrilled. Yeah, it may not have been your goal, but darn it, that's a pretty good time. Definitely yeah. a feat. Exactly. Thank you for sending that in. And we have an email from our friend Offline on the Mandron server. And uh, you may or may not remember to refresh memories. Last show we did, I, I Annie had kind of went off a little bit about the snowflake that was stolen out of Silvermoon City. And we've gotten actually quite a few people who have sent in stories about what has happened to the snowflake. Exactly. Other than I mean, the my rendition of what yeah, I think I mean, happened. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the snowflake was you know, a hot item in the email bag this time out. Yeah, we got quite a few responses on the snowflake. So this is one from our friend Offline, who writes, Greetings, O Ant of Ed, and the companions, the very large letter of V, and the Zog from the lands of XP. I have indeed finished episode 21 and thoroughly enjoyed it. I wanted to comment upon your comment upon the great snowflake heist of 08 and the why to. You may know now due to the wonderful world of record lag, but here it is nonetheless. Patch 2.4. Kalthos was not a very happy chappy. His plans for his people were in ruins, partly because he had been killed many hundreds of times in Tempest Keep. Okay, mostly. So, in the last bit to attempt to gain power, he feels he deserves, cause the world owes him because he's a prince, duh, he throws it in with Kill Jaden. Cue drinking the demon blood and fell elves. Oops. All non-dying and evil looking, Kale rocks up to his old people and is like, yo, give me my Nauru now. And the blood elves are like, um, but you're all demony. And Kale is like, pfft, noobs. So he grabs his little liftacart thing, whose name escapes me. You got a picture of him with it. And he toddles off with his fell elves and his captive Nauru. Spoiler alerts now, anyone who doesn't want to know what is or will happen on Quel Danil Isle had best look away now. 
Are you looking away? Okay. Uh, yes, looking away now. Well, actually, I'm not. Sorry. I want to know. <laughs> right. So, Cal and his peeps head to the Sunwell with the express purpose of corrupting it and summoning Kill Jaden to the mortal world to destroy it, as you do. To do that, they need a human chicky uh, by the name of Anvina. See, in the Magnus, Anvina is the Sunwell's energies made mortal. She falls in love with a blue dragon called Calicos, and then Kale's peeps wander in and grab her. Calic is pissed, so he rallies his blue dragonflight friends to stop this and save his love. As an aside, we're not going to get into the whole human dragon thing there. We're no. not even going to touch that. Oh, no. Leave that alone. He continues. <laughs> <laughs> the players rock up on the Shattered Sun Offensive, and together they retake the aisle. Hit up Mr. T, that's Magister's Terrace, and stab Kale. Then grab their friends and head to the, for the Sunwell itself. Here they have to fight, not in full order, but some big evil f-off demon pit lord, a blue dragon who is killed, and resurrect the embodiment of magic and general not-goodness, and the void form of Maru, the snowflake. Wait, what? Void form? Yep. See, it turns out that Nauru, as beings of pure light, have two life cycles. The first is in the form we know, i.e. the big damn snowflake. The second is as they die. They collapse and become beings of pure void. They suck souls into them involuntarily. Oops. As a side note, check out the lore for Ashugan, the giant diamond in Nagrad. That's going on there as we speak. Okay, so finally, you get to the Sunwell, and that's it, more or less. Hit me up sometime for more. You know me, I always waffle on. Keep up the good work, guys. And that's from offline and online, who waves and says hi. I like that rendition. Yeah, that's good. That was a good summary of what the hell happened. Yeah. I like that. I kind of like my idea of the barbecue, too, but, you know, that that this is good, too. I like that. This is what actually happened. Mine, I just thought, was cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good stuff. It distills it down, you know, for all of us who, um, I'm kind of becoming a lore junkie, not hardcore, but I'm getting to the point where I like to know kind of the backstory. So that distills it down and gives it to me in something that I can swallow because I have the attention span of a goldfish. So, good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Thank you very much for sending that in. Alright, so... And keeping get, with those lines. <laughs> yes, along the same lines here, we get an email from Jeb Doe, who says, Well, I decided to go out and find out about your kidnapped snowflake. It turns out, Muru only wanted us to think he was pissed off. He was initially the guardian of the Tempest Keep. When Kael'thas took over, he took Muru to Silvermoon City to be a source of magic for the Blood Knots, which are Blood Elf Paladins. When Kael'thas went to Sunwell Plateau, he took Muru with him and corrupted him with darkness and void, making him the second last boss in the raid. Without Muru, Lady Leodrin is now forced to find another source for the Blood Knots. If only she knew Fred was already filling the job. She speaks with Adai, the big snowflake, in chat, and asks for forgiveness for Muru's imprisonment and renouncing her allegiance with Kael'thas and pledging it to the Shattered Sun Offensive. It is revealed that Valen had foretold all this and that Muru had willingly accepted his fate, knowing it would lead to the redemption of the Blood Elves. I'm sure Fred isn't that brave. Well, it's really too bad I don't have an alliance story or anything of importance for this email, but I can say that in 
researching for Muru on WowWiki, I came across the Sargeras page. And from what I've read there, it looks like there may actually be a chance that he's still alive. That would make for some interesting content later on if he ever became an expansion, considering how his Kill Jaden and Archimonde were as fleas to him. And while we're on the subject of dead enemies, if you go to the Dragon Maw outpost in Shadowmoon Valley and wait for a bit, a periodically scripted event takes place. A dragon of the Black Dragonflight comes to speak with the Dragon Maw leader and speaks of how the Master still lives and of how he requires the eggs and etc. Could it be that Deathwing is still alive? That would be interesting. Enough flag from me. Keep it coming, guys. Every episode's an epiphany of extra special creamy goodness coated in fudge and sealed in a super airtight container of Upperware. From your lore master in training and contender to Coralina, Jebdo for the Horde. And thank you, Jebdo, for sending yeah. that in. Also, another nice recap of kind of what went down. Good stuff, too. Yeah. And uh, regarding your comment there, contender to Corlina, well, Corlina has sent us in an email about the very same thing. <laughs> anyway. Ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> Corlina, our master of lore here at For the Horde Radio. Who we writes... bow <laughs> Who writes in and says, hey, guys, just a bit of thought on the missing Maru. Pissed off Naru Snowflake. Kalthos, as the previous leader of the Cinderai, could be seen as one of the most powerful mages in Azeroth, along with Medivh, who's dead. And I can't think of the other guy at this point. It's been a long week. As such, Kalthos probably could have warped into the building sometime during the night, when all the pallies are sleeping, and warped himself and Maru to wherever they are now. Though, on another note, what if it wasn't Kalthos? With another big badass around the corner, Mr. Menenthrill himself, Arthas, for those who didn't pay attention during World of Warcraft 3, it could have certainly been him for more power. Think about it. Big-ass powerful undead snowflake? Again, just a speculation. Now, to actually do something useful. Are you sick of trying to pick through your bags, scrolling through everything in your bags for those pesky, sneaky greys? Well, if you are, then you'll want to find Auto Profit on Cursed Gaming. It adds a convenient little button on any merchant window shaped like a bag of gold. Scrolling over it will tell you how much money worth of greys you have. Clicking on it sells all the greys in your inventory. There are configurable options in case you don't want to sell that steamy romance novel you pickpocketed from some ogre in Outlands. Cornita update! After two weeks in Japan, I am back in Azeroth. Wow, Japan, that is really cool. And my little matchlet is now 43. Cry. I was able to get enough money from my ring of friends, and now it looks like I am riding a blue chocobo everywhere. As for my contribution on the Alliance versus Horde arguments out there, orcs may be green and our cows may have trouble walking through doors, but our elves are much more cuddlier than theirs. They aren't a bunch of hippie crybabies, even though we, as Cinderai, have a lot more to cry about, i.e. a good 75% of our race being killed by the Scourge. So, to all you night elves out there, sit down, stop crying about losing your immortality, and quit farming for gold in the Goldshire Inn. Well, that's it for me, with much love and for the Horde Nessness. 
Corlina. Very nice stuff. Indeed. Great stuff on uh, the pissed off snowflake. I do love the speculation. An undead snowflake would be awesome. Yeah. That'd be almost as good as zombie bunnies. Yeah, it would. <laughs> that is good. And thank you for the the tip on the add-on. Absolutely. I'm totally going to have to go pick that up because I'm finding that add-ons are making my life much easier. And sorting through my bags for all, all the uh, grays is uh, getting to be kind of a pain. So I'm definitely going to go out and pick that one up. That's definitely a good one. Thank you very much for sending all that in. We get a... We get an email from Rage Lily who says, I've been telling all my friends that play WoW to listen. I like the songs you play on your show. I'm still listening to the first ones from like a year ago, but I'll be catching up. I listen when I play WoW. You like Rage Lily's name? My alt's name is Satanica, and she's a Blood Elf Shadow Priest. That's appropriate, I think. I like that. Uh, <laughs> thought it would be a great name for a Shadow Priest. And we agree. Yes. <laughs> it's funny you said gnome punning because one of my ex's characters was a gnome warlock. When I do get to level 70, I would like to squash him. I'm close. Rage Lily is 64 and Satanica is 63. Rage Lily. <laughs> oh, punt that gnome. Yep. You Just punt him. Just, Put him right under just, the Fell Reaver foot. There you go. Thank you for sending that in. We're very glad you're enjoying the show. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Awesome. We have an email from Bloodbolt, currently a level 24. Warlock on the Mantron server who writes Dear Annie N and Big V, I just wanted to write in to let you guys know I love the show and wanted to give a shout out to Turnus for saving my butt when I got ganked by trees as well as giving me some conjured water. And a shout out to the whole directionally challenge skill for the horde blood bolt. Glad you're enjoying the show, too. Yeah. Hey, we're glad you're having a good time over on Mandaron. Yeah, it's it's a hopping place to be. You know, the auction house is totally jacked up, but uh-huh. hey, it's a good time. <laughs> it is a good time, and a very nice shout-out. It's nice when somebody saves your butt from a bunch of trees ganking you, so. Seriously, that that's very Wizard of Oz, too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> were they throwing apples and just generally being pissed off, or were they actually trying to kill you? So, we get an email from Del. Delicacy, who rides Annie Ed. I was watching the World of Wifecraft video you have linked to the site. I haven't listened to episode 21 yet. Sure, it will be awesome. And in related videos, it had a video about subliminal messages in WoW. It states that the background noise, which I always thought were like the whispers of the dead or something spirit worldy like that, but it supposedly says, World of Warcraft, give us your money. Which I think is a little bull. Well, here's the link to the video, and she gives, and Delicacy gives us the link. Once again, love the show. Can't wait to hear episode 21, and of course, for the horde. What a bunch of crap! <laughs> I'm sorry. Who the hell has time to come up with this stuff? Yeah, that's. Like- <laughs> it's like uh, the back masking on Ozzy Osbourne's album saying, Go to church, tithe! Uh, <laughs> give us your money, we're already in the game, they already are, have their money! Like they they <laughs> already have our money! They and, they keep, and they keep getting it! Yeah, there's no need for a subliminal message, it's already there! Oh, you, I agree with you, Delicacy, it's a load of bulb. He did give us the site. It's on YouTube, but we're going to go ahead and link it up on our website. So, well, let you guys take a look and, and see for yourself if you agree or not. Personally, 
I think some people have got too much free freaking time on their hands. That's what I think. That's right. So the last word on it here at For the Horde Radio, it's a bunch of hooey. Oh, but thank you, Delicacy, for sending that in. That's great. We have an email from Azrael. Just call me Az. Of the pod people on the Whisperwind server who says, Greetings, Andy, Ed, and Big V. As always, love the newest show. I completely understand Big V and his alt-itis. I have got numerous alts as well, not past level 30 and most not past level 20. I must say that I completely agree with Big V on that insanity quest called Boiling Blood. (laughs) (laughs) As we all cringe together. (laughs) Azok, my 59 warrior, had that quest, and I must say I don't remember it being this hard on my warlock. Anyhow, I am writing because you mentioned that only the blood elves get quests that give them mags. That's not entirely true. There is a quest just outside of Razor Hill. If you place yourself in the center of town and then travel west like you're going to the Barrens, just as soon as you pass the guards at the gate, turn north and head up the hill. At the top of the hill is a guard tower that overlooks Razor Hill. There is an orc there named Furl Scornbrow that gives you a level 7 quest called Carrier Weight. He sends you to Tower Guard Keep. It suggests you do this with other quests there where you have to kill the cool Terras sailors, marines, and lieutenant, whatever his name was. For the Carrier Weight quest, you need to collect 8 canvas scraps that drop off the sailors. Once you have all 8, you return to him and he makes you a handmade leather bag, which is only 4 slots. This is the only horde quest that was pre-Burning Crusade that gave a bag as a reward. And again, that is from as on the Whisper Wind server. Thank you. I had totally forgotten about that one. I had too. So uh, far back, I completely forgot that yeah. that exists. So thank you for bringing that up. And yes, correction made here. And those guys out there, you know, I'll tell you, that place is in ruins, but good grief, they're tenacious. Protecting their bloody pile of rocks. I've never seen anything like it. Like, guys, you're only like level seven. Go build another boat or something. You know, <laughs> go tear apart the two that are sitting in the shallows back there. You know, and, you know row home. No. I mean, this is, you're living. You're patrolling around a piece of crap. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now granted, if you've got all these trolls and these orcs coming through here. <laughs> Hey, can we go up there and get in the uh, lockbox? Oh, and while we're here, we need your Candace. Yeah, yeah, and we got to kill your leader, too. Yeah, so, you know, we're just going to be in and out. No worries. And here's just an aside. You gotta get canvas scraps, but they give you a handmade leather bag. I think I think the hordes uh, kind of making out on that deal. I mean, I think the quest giver is kind of getting hosed there. But uh, <laughs> you know, we give you canvas, you give us leather. That's my kind of deal. But thank you for sending that in. Totally forgot about that. So for all of you starting out in the Barrens, don't miss the Carrier Way quest and get a four slot bag because it's cool. <laughs> when you're level cool. six. I mean, seriously. You get a bag. I mean, <laughs> how can you? You know, I don't. Hey, I don't you care. Can't you can't lose. You can't lose. You got a bag. You got to kill him anyway. So remember to get it because it is hidden. I do remember that it's up. It is up the hill there, and it's hidden. Mm-hmm. So you got to look for it. But thank you for sending that in. Ding seventy. Oh yeah, it happened. I dinged another storm on quest. I'm questing like a maniac. Then I got my epic helm, and I'm working on the shoulders. And I have to say, I'm insane. I started a lock from the seventy boredom. Oh, well. And that's from Zombie Skater. <laughs> Grats on 70. Awesome. And and <laughs> the 70 boredom, it is amazing. It hits 70. It's like, there, I've made it. I'm bored. 
Yeah. <laughs> let me level up my professions now. Right, let me fish. I'm bored. I'm gonna fish. <laughs> I'm bored. Yeah, I'll start a new one. This is how alt-itis begins, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. This is how it starts. You, you get the one up, and then after that, it gets really bad because... <laughs> Then you get another one up, like I have, and go, I'm bored. <laughs> well, what you do is you just don't have any professions until you get to 70. That's then true. you power level both of them, which I'm doing with the cow right now, and blacksmithing is sucking the bloody life out of me. Oh, dear. <laughs> I do. Seriously, I go do the dailies so I can, you know, feed my, you know, feed the need, as it were. But, I thought you were going to say you're doing the dailies to, like, avoid doing it. No, I'm doing the dailies <laughs> to finance it. Uh, okay. I, I'm, I'm doing dailies, I'm mining, and I'm camping the auction house. There you go. Yeah, so, moving right along, Insane Kill, level 45. Hunter writes in and says, man, I just battled an alliance, an alliance level 70. I'm level 45 with a duel, and then he turned his PvP on, so we forfeited, and of course, I keep killing. And two alliance players kill me. Two versus one. Two 70s versus a level 45. I'm Insane Kill on Tyrannus EU. Then another time, I was level 20-something, and I was killing stuff in Elwyn Forest or something and I clicked Arcane Shot when the monster died and along came the 70 Rogue with PvP on and I hit him so I got pwned Ah, there's tried. pain no I, I give you props for trying oh absolutely you know you, you're staring them down it's, there's something very samurai about that and yes I'm, there is I'm down with it. Yeah, so rock on for you, man. Absolutely. You know, I mean, of course you're going to get your, your butt handed to you when it's a level 70 you're facing off, but you faced them all. See, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, I would have. <laughs> I would have said, hey, go. <laughs> yeah, my other motto is hide with pride. You know? That's right. So good for you for, for standing up to them and showing them, hey, you know what? I ain't afraid of you. There little, you go. Little rogue. Because you know what? You will hit level 70 one day. And when you do, it's on. <laughs> and isn't it just like the Alliance to click, it challenge you to duel and then click on the PvP? Yes! God! Uh, just aggravates me. It's very aggravating. But you hang in there, and thank you for sending in your email. Yeah, thanks. We have a kind of a sad email, but, but not yet. From our friend Link, who writes, Dear Annie, Ed, and Big V, I was writing in to tell you that I have quit WoW. This is a sad day indeed. As you may or may not remember, I sent in an email earlier in the show about how I was switching sides to the Horde. My character was Link, but enough of that. I want to talk about my sad, sad story. A lot of things contributed to me leaving WoW. One was the cost. Another was time. Too much of my time was spent on WoW, and I was getting disconnected from my friends who call it World of Warcraft. I was tired of getting my ass handed to me at the crossroads, and I was tired of stupid animals with no eyes or no blood. It drove me crazy. The point is, my life was evaporating, I had to quit. I will, unfortunately, never come back from this hiatus. I'm banning myself for life. No more for me. I will miss the land that looked like it came out of the oven, and I will miss the nice players and the good PvP, but I won't be back. I'll keep listening if you keep up the shows. For the Horde, and goodbye. And that's from Link. And, you know, good, you know, it's sad, you, you know, sad, sad, but it's, you know, when you give up something that you're having a good time with, but you at least recognize that it's like, hey, it's time to give this a break. Yeah, exactly. It's time to just, like, walk away from this and do other things, because the game is addicting, that's why it's fun. Um, oh, dear, I said the addicting word. 
Oh, for shame. I said it. I've fallen into the media trap. Oh, my God. But the game is a lot of fun. But it does have the tendency of reaching saturation. And I have reached that point many times with the game. Oh, where absolutely. it's just, I, I don't want to play. And if you reach that point, you shouldn't. If it's not fun, don't play it. Exactly. Yeah, it just kind of reaches that saturation point where it's like, you know, I'm getting more frustrated and than I am having a good time. And that's when it's time to walk away. And you recognize that and realize, hey, there are other things I can be doing with my time. So good luck to you and good for you. And we hope you keep listening. And we'll keep you posted on uh, what's going on. Although we really don't talk about anything terribly exciting but we'll try to make you feel like you're there in the oven again there you go okay we get an email from uh somebody whose name i'm gonna butcher even though they so thoughtfully gave me the pronunciation (laughs) 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 but who he writes i've been listening there he they (laughs) they write i've been listening to your podcast for a while probably since episode five or so but i've always been too shy to send an email my username on there is here it comes dairy or jory but most people call me deo my main main (laughs) is a level 70 druid on mugthol uh which is a pvp server needless to say i have a lot of stories of alliance a holery we think we can get by with that one as an aside anyway my favorite story ever follows so there i was fighting spiders in Ashenvale when a gnome Madge, Madge, a few low me, came along and saw me in dire straits. He started attacking me. I almost had the spider dead, so I finished killing it, morphed, threw my two fast heels on myself, and went after the Madge. No Madge is a Madge for a druid in cat form, even an injured one, so it didn't take me long to beat him down. Then, just to let him know that trying to take advantage of someone when they are fighting an NPC is really an aholic thing to do, that's a made-up word that I just did, I stealthed and stalked his corpse. He became a skeleton after a couple of minutes, and I ran him down and killed him again. After that, I considered my point made and went on, but I'm sure that Madge will never forget trying to beat a horde and how horribly he failed. Love the podcast, For the Horde. Damn. Great story. Oh, that's awesome. That's I, love awesome. I love it when we're sneaky. <laughs> I love it when the horde is sneaky. That's just awesome. Because I'm a you know, I'm a warrior and I'm neither intelligent nor sneaky. Me hit things with stick, you know. Um but this is just cool. That is great. And and I like that you showed him a lesson, you know, you beat him down when he was trying to take advantage of you, you know, when your attention was on something else. And you went after him one more time. And I appreciate the restraint. Yeah. Very good stuff. Thank you for sending that in. Uh, we get an email from our, our friend Troll Sky, who is on Menderon, who says, Hey, Annie Ed, it's Troll. I've been listening to the old episodes, and I caught a few things I missed. One of which is Big V's rant about how he likes gnomish mounts because they remind him of Star Wars. I decided to cook up a little poster for you guys. Unfortunately, I couldn't get Arthas doing the Saturday Night Fever Dance. But anyway, I thought it would be humorous. We have this on the website. You've got to see this picture. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely brilliant. So thank you so much, Troll Sky, for kicking that over. And I appreciate you at least trying to get Arthas to do the Saturday Night Fever dance. I really do. But that is it's just an awesome picture. Please go check it out because it is fabulous. 
and thank you for sending that in. Continuing on, we get an email from Bloody Axe, who says, Hey, Annie Ed and Big V. And that's the way he wrote it, descending V's. It's very, very slick. Anyway, I'm alive, I swear. How have you guys been doing? I decided to take a huge break from WoW recently and just started back up again. I've been fortunate enough to have so many alts that need to be 70, but I can't decide which one to level. But I'm leaning towards the rogue. Using Magtheridon is still the same, mainly with my warrior getting his T4 helm from Karazhan, and he can now main tank Kara, so I'm happy about that. Dude, wow. you're tanking Kara, rock on <laughs> you. Um... I'm can't tank an open mayonnaise jar some days, but that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. I also got the match to 40 and got my mount before I could get the mount at 30, which was stupid of me. Uh, don't worry, I did the same thing. <laughs> a week later, you can get them at 30. <laughs> anyway. I must admit, rogues are one of the most fun classes there is in the game. I have a shout-out that must go to Canny because... So... There I was, leveling the rogue, and I noticed that I hadn't yet finished three quests in RFC, and I was level 20 at the time, so I figured I could stealth my way through the instance and finish up because they were half done, and I didn't want to lose the experience either. I got the first two easily, and then and thought the last one would go the same. I was wrong. The last quest was the one where you have to kill Basilan and Jurgosh. Lucky for me, I'd killed Jurgosh once already, but not Basilan. So, off I stealth to kill him. I got there, dealt with his guards easily enough, yet everything I tried, I kept getting him to 15%, then he would crit me, and I would die, well, after three failed attempts, I saw Candy was on, and knew she had a rogue with, with you, so I whispered her for help, and she switched tunes and came to my rescue, and I finally got my RFC quest done, so big shout out to Candy for helping me out, she's awesome. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Candy <laughs> is the best. Seriously. Canny rocks. Yes, yeah, she does. Yeah, I mean, love like, I mean, like hair metal, she rocks. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'd like to point out my one thing I hate about being on this server is that the auction house is too overpriced on everything. For example, there was a gray dagger, level 12, that was priced at five gold. Five gold! That just makes you want to go find that person and hit them with a few gnomes until you die out of rage. I mean, come on, it's a freaking gray item. What and how many drugs do you have to be on to be that stupid? And did I mention that not having a 70 here that's loaded with money means I have no gold to start with? Seriously, I'm level 22 now and I still don't have one gold. Been there. Been there, done that. Absolutely. (laughs) That's why all my alts are right here. They got Rich Uncle, the the cow, the Rich Uncle. (laughs) Rich Uncle Big V. That's right. I've just caught up with the podcast, and I have to say two things. One is that Zog is right about there being a PS1 game after Warcraft 2. I know because I have the game and used to and still play it a lot. Uh, The second is uh, V, about the Shaman. Mine's Elemental, which is DPS, of course. But my suggestions is that you go Enhancement or Resto for now because there is no Elemental Shaman gear until you hit Outland, basically. So go with those two for now. But I'm trying to defy the odds, and right now it's so because I'm in all cloth, so I die fairly quickly. Anyways, good to talk to you guys again. I'll ride again as more happens. Hope to hear back from you soon. Lactar Ogar for the Horde. Bloody Axe. And thanks for sending that in, man. I gotta agree, the auction house is ridiculous. And just kind of as an aside, 
to everybody who sent me shaman stuff, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my bovine little heart. You know, uh, I got a couple of things about mages. I got a couple of things about protection warriors. Ye gods, I wanted to know about shamans, and I got an email box full. We got <laughs> you druid get, and shaman love happening here. Oh, we have got shaman love like <laughs> you would not believe. I mean, they came out of the woodwork. It's like they got their own little union or something. This is awesome. <laughs> and the, the interesting thing is, is you guys are all pretty much saying the same thing. Which means that a our listeners are brilliant and know the you know the best specs, but that everybody's pretty much on the same page as how to do this. Cause you know for warriors there's you're gonna go arms fury or fury arms. You're gonna go prot with some fury or uh, <laughs> and now it's go enhancement. Really go enhancement. There's gear yep. out there. Go enhancement. <laughs> you know. So Very anyway, cool. thanks. So thanks to everybody who's written in and kind of helped me out with that. I really do appreciate it. Now I'll be giving you updates on him uh, as as uh, I level him up. He's kind of on the shelf right now, but um, I'll let you know how he's going. Anyway, so thanks a lot. Very nice. Thank you very much. Well, I think this has gone on long enough for now. They told me that you like. You scunners like to make little scratches on, on parchment and send it into this thing, and, and, and then they read it, but... Oh, I didn't think it'd take this long. We're gonna put something broken in here now, they tell me. What? Oh no, nothing broken. A break. They're gonna take... They're gonna take a break, they said. Well, this is it. My job is to help people understand what Murlocs really need. When a Murloc is balanced, you're going to enjoy a true friend. My dream is to share the knowledge that I was born with with the rest of the world and make a big freaking pile of gold in the process. <laughs> I love what I do. Murlocs are very dominant creatures by nature. You have to show them that you are the pack leader. You cannot let them dominate you with their aggressive behavior. Hi folks, I am Brutus Venice, the Murloc Whisperer. And today I will show you some techniques that you can use to take control of your Murloc's behavior and have him behave the way that he should. Now, take this Murloc for example. See how he attacks immediately when I approach. He is showing very aggressive, dominant behavior. By doing that, I am showing him that I am the pack leader and I am not afraid of him one little bit. He has his teeth and his spear. Those are his weapons, but it is I who has the dominant energy. That my friends, is my weapon. It also helps if you have a big damn two-handed sword to further assert yourself as the pack leader. When you emit the dominant energy, the murloc will pick up on this and instantly know that you are the one in charge. Now, see the way that he calls for his friends. This is a sign that he is unsure and nervous. He is now not the one in charge anymore. I am. I have asserted my will on him. You can't let him call his friends because you are the pack leader and you decide what is best for him. The other Murlocs, they are not welcome into the pack yet. When they are, they will also undergo this conditioning and rehabilitation. We establish that I am the one who says who can come over and when. And his dominant behavior will not be tolerated. Ah, see, this is the behavior that we are looking for. See how he is calm and submissive? 
He is not attacking. He is calling for his friends. He is just nice and relaxed. Now, this is something that you must do every day. You must keep emitting that positive, dominant energy every time. Or else the Murloc will forget that you are the one in charge. Now, if your Murloc flash heals, like this one has just done, this is a sign of aggressive behavior, and you must quickly correct him, or else it will be harder next time to assert yourself as the pack leader. I am not being aggressive. I am being dominant. Hmm. Why isn't he moving? Oh, dear. Oh, now I understand. It wasn't something broken, it was a break. Why didn't they tell me? Here's some more of those emails. They call them emails, I'm told. I never got one. We have an email from Trelcon on the Torlyan server who writes, Hey, Annie, Ed, and Bigby. I just wanted to email in and tell you that you have converted me. You have shown me the Alliance sucks. As, <laughs> as I, many before me, started in an Alliance character on the Moonguard server, a Draenei hunter. I started listening to your show, skeptical at first, but I started from episode one and worked my way up and realized around the end of episode one, as I play and listen to podcasts at the time, that everything you said was true. I got off Moonguard and went to play on Torlyan and created my first Horde character, a troll hunter. He is now my highest character at level 26. Since I have never been through the portal, you give me plenty to look forward to. And of course, to Big V, view from the barn is awesome. I have reached level 30 and rushed back to the Senjen village to get my first mount ever. This being my first level 30 character. It seems to take forever to get to the other side of Dorotar. Anyway, when I reached the village, I got the training and went to talk to the vendor and could not decide which mount I should get. I stood there for at least five minutes looking at my options. Came to the only logical solution I could think of. I bought all three. <laughs> I like that. There you go. Hey. <laughs> yeah, it solved the problem. I love it. I have a big shout out for Hoke, a level 70 Torrent Hunter on the Turlyan server for helping me out on the Horde side. And I have a shout out to Larathin on the Moongar server. He is a poor, misguided, level 70 human paladin. He is slowly being converted to the Horde side, as I have convinced him to play a troll warrior on the Torlon server. Can't wait for the next episode. Love the show and for the Horde. And that is from Trollcon. Thank you very much for sending that in. That was actually uh, two emails combined, by the way. He had sent us two in because I mentioned earlier his character is 26 and then he's level 30. He didn't level that fast, I don't think. But he did send us in two emails with an update, which is great. So thank you very much. And I love your your solution to the mount uh, dilemma. That is good. I that like it. Very, I like it. Thank you very much for sending that in. So we get an email from Pansy. <laughs> who writes I love the podcast guys just wanted to say that the show is awesome and I listen to it all the time keep up the good work your show inspired me to roll a horde I have two level 70 night elves one a druid and the other is a hunter sorry but so far the horde is awesome I now realize why Big V said the horde territory looks like it came out of the oven anyway thanks for listening and keep up the good work and that and that comes from Pansy now I got a confession to make 
I think I saw you in org the um, the other day, Pansy, and I ran off. And then I looked down and saw that you had waved. I was like, ooh. And then I ran back. We were right outside the auction house. And uh, I ran back from the drag looking for you to try and wave at you again. Uh, wave back, as it were. And you weren't there. So, sorry. Didn't have my snout up in the air. I just wasn't paying attention. So, um, I'm waving right now. You can't see it. You probably you actually can't hear it. But just take my word for it. I'm waving. And <laughs> sorry I missed you in game. <laughs> and thanks for writing in. Thank you very much for writing in. That's terrible. I, I've had that happen with people. They wave and you're not paying attention or something. And then it's like, oh, no, I missed him. <laughs> I missed somebody, you know. We get an email from Jenin who writes in and says, hey, Annie, Ed, and Big V. Veal. I wanted to mail veal. you. Le- veal, you say? Yeah. Hmm. I got you veal right here. <laughs> Maybe we continue. Let's start again. Hey, yeah. Just wanted to mail you to let you know I've been enjoying the show. I've only just started listening at number 17 and counting. You're a very welcome break to all the analyzing, which a majority of podcasts do. We're not about the analyzing here, as you have noticed. No, not a bit. I am also taking a sabbatical from WoW, but when I do return, I'll be playing my Horde Warlock and Paladin, hoping to get them to 55 plus before the Lich King expansion. It's just nice to hear about people that aren't power leveling and just enjoying the game like me. I've been playing since release in Europe. I'm from the UK, but never had a 70 and only a few 60s deleted a long time ago. I'm wondering what race will you and Big V be rolling for the Death Knight, assuming you do roll one. I'm still not sure as the Tauren, Orc, and Blood Elf, or possibly Undead, all look excellent. And now, with the glowing blue eyes, even better. I'm hoping they will bring in new skin type as well, as I can easily imagine a blue skin orc. He sent in another email, said, I just finished listening to all your podcasts, great by the way, and you spoke about the swoopy birds. Hiss. Well, they can be a real pain to a warrior. I've been leveling one, but I have a hint for you. Go to the medicine man at the beginning of Stranglethorn Vale and farm the buggers into oblivion or until you have enough to make the jungle remedy. Now, the drop rate isn't great, but this little potion will cure any disease or poison from your tune from 1 to 60 and maybe even into 70, but I'm not sure about that. Now, with your highest tune, farm the medicine man and then post the jungle remedy to your needed alts. And every time you get afflicted by a debuff, just use them. I'm listening to almost 30 podcasts, and you guys are definitely number one. P.S. I hope you're enjoying your break and come back soon. And that is from Janin, a level uh, 39 male blood elf warlock. <laughs> cool. S- thank yeah. you very much. I can't believe you're doing a warlock and a pally. Dang. It's pretty That's impressive. Ambi- That's ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> As far as what level, uh, what race I'm going to be doing for the Death Knight, I haven't decided yet. It's going to be one of those things I won't decide until I'm there, I think, and and like take a look. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to see how they look. I'm. Um, yeah. I think it's gonna all kind of boil down to to um, what I want them to do, because you know we're apparently going to be able to do, you know tank him with frost and etc so mm-hmm. that's going to be neat now would if i was going to do that i would probably do a tarin but if it's going to be something that requires intellect like the you know the spell casting and such then 
Yeah, I don't know. Something with a little more in the leg. Oh, I don't really care about stats. I just care what they look like. like well, which you know, looks the coolest. Well, you know, and you, you know, trust me, running around for seventy levels looking at a Taran's butt. You know, I'm ready for something a little more. <laughs> a little more ready appealing. To look at a new butt. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, it um, it may be a blood elf. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe shoot. It may be an orc. I don't have I don't have any orcs running around. So uh, yeah, I'm not sure either. And but definitely going for. Of course, I'm definitely going for the death knight. Oh, who? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think everyone on every server. There's gonna be nothing but death knights everywhere. It's gonna be really funny. Yeah, <laughs> when but this appa- comes out. Yeah, but apparently you can only roll one per server. Really? They're limiting. Yes. You, huh? Uh-huh. And oh. it's un- it's apparently it is unlocked through accounts, so you can only have one per account per server. Oh, so, so, so it won't be mean, like an old itis kind of situation. Exactly, happening. we'll have like six jillion death knots. There's at least that's a very smart thing because they know what people are gonna do. Yeah, and it's not. And the thing is, you can have death knots, but if you're level, if you've got a level fifty-five character, but you can only have one per server. So it's like you can't have a whole stable of them. You can't have like three different death knots with three different specs on your same server. Right, right. So, exactly. That's very smart. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty spiffy. I am sure there are some people who are finding that very restrictive, but I gotta say, yeah, because that was the thing I'm thinking of. There's gonna be nothing but Death Knights. And there's still gonna be nothing but Death Knights, because I can't imagine anybody not, especially all the 70s, just again, it's a new thing, so it's a new goal to go for. It is, but the thing, the drag of it is that you're gonna, you're gonna start out at level 55. Now you're gonna yeah. have all you're gonna have all the flat points. Sure enough, you're gonna have you're gonna have leveled your um, uh, cooking. That'll be leveled to like two seventy five. Not cooking. First aid. I'm sorry. Will be at two seventy five. But the rest of it, you are on your own. And while that's appealing, you know, it's still you're still gonna have to do a slog. Yeah, but you know, it's kind of good because actually, I, I don't even mind that because you are starting out with a brand new spec yeah, that you, is... you you gotta learn to work it. Yeah. And 15 levels or actually by that case, what is it? It's gonna be 80 cap. So it'll be 25 levels of getting used to it again. Yeah, and from a storyline standpoint, it's like bam, you are a, wham, you're a death knight. And apparently the first couple of levels takes you through this massive quest chain that just shows you how evil, you know, death knights can be and etc. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm wondering, though, here's the question, and, and as a little aside here, because we could talk about Death Knights for a long time, um, <laughs> and, and speculate all we like, but one question I'm wondering is, are they going to start your fabulous level 55 Death Knight in the grays that they start you out at level 1? The pathetic little gray, white, the Yodel Pants set. Are they going to start your level 55 in the Yodel <laughs> Pants outfit? No, I don't think so. From what I've seen... And I don't do a ton of reading, but, you know, I I don't either, because I want to be surprised, honestly. I'm not doing a lot of research on this, because I do want to be surprised by it. Well, you see, I have to do that, because if I'm going to get everything out of this Death Knight thing, then I've actually got to go through, learn some lore, and etc. Okay. So I can appreciate it. But it, from what I can tell, is by... Level 57, you're fully geared. Like, fully geared and ready to go to Outland. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't, Death Knight in Yodel Pants? How cool would that be, though? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, it would be, and I, I really am wondering how they're going to start you out with this, you know, in little knickerbockers and. You well, know, you know, hey, Rufus, the crappy sort of crappiness. So. <laughs> <laughs> start you with the crappy sort of crappiness, and you'll yep. win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be a cruel joke and not above Blizzard to try it. Exactly. So, but thank so, you for sending that in and uh, starting us off on that topic. Exactly. Cool stuff, Jane. We appreciate it. Yes, and the tip on the, the medicine men. Oh, that's awesome. I'm totally going to have to check that out because I hate, I hate me some swoopy birds and... It'll just be nice to get rid of the debuffs. I think I've had one debuff on the cow for, I don't know, two or three months now. We get an email from Smallhoof, who writes, Dear Mrs. Adam 5, or Annie Ed, I've been listening to your husband's show off and on for some time now. On an old episode, he mentioned an NPC chatter audio drama he did. From there, I followed it over to your show. I'm halfway through the first show, and I want to tell you that I'm really enjoying it. I used to play WoW first Ataran Druid to 60 back when that meant something, then quit, rehabbed, then came back again with a Draenei Shaman to 40. Your show really reminded me of the things I actually enjoyed about that game. The little bits of humor and silly stories that come as a result of it. I've bled Horde since I was a little kid and my dad bought me Warcraft, and I just wanted to let you know that as soon as I heard that awesome punk interlude on episode 19, you got yourself a new fan. I'll probably never play the game again, but I hope you have enough fun for both of us. I forget which episode it was, but I remember Big V complaining that he dropped engineering in favor of something more practical simply because it was so damn unreliable. Either everything blew up, turned him into a chicken, or summoned his evil clone. Of course, he had all these problems. He followed the engineering paths of gnomes and goblins. It's foolish. Why should he do what he should do is study the greats of Tauran engineering. I mean, look at the mighty elevators of Thunder Bluff. Do you believe a gnome or goblin built those? Also, notice how every Tauran hunter starts with a gun over the primitive bow and arrow or crossbow the other members of the horde train with. Clearly, Tauran science stands head and tail over that of its small cousins. Personally, I believe it's due to the training in herbalism that all Tauran youths receive. Learning to work with small, delicate plants is perfect training for working with small, delicate explosives. Sincerely, Small Love. Thank you for sending that in. <laughs> and that, and you know what? That's actually very interesting that you said that. I did not know that Tauran hunters started off with guns. I've never played a Tauran hunter, so that's I, good no, to know. I haven't either. And, you know, <laughs> the whole herbalism training thing, I think you hit on something there. Rock on for you. Very cool. You may not be playing anymore, but you still remember, which is very cool. I just like the idea to see uh, the, the mighty tour in engineering. I mean, imagine tour in engineering. You could, like, make your own elevator anywhere you wanted. That would be so awesome. I would like, see, it, you know, you have the crossroads under attack, mm -hmm. and you build an elevator, and mm -hmm. all the curious alliance will come and go in the elevator and realize, to their horror, it's an elevator to nowhere. <laughs> exactly. They just keep going up, and they can't get down unless they yep. jump off and die. So, you see, this has such potential. That's great. And, you know, too, would the, I think those elevators would probably be more reliable than those people. Pieces of crap they got in chat. Those oh, yeah. kill people too. Oh, absolutely. And you can see it the trade channel now. Instead of want to buy port to Shaft, want to buy elevator to Aldorize. <laughs> you know, want That's to buy, good. Yeah, want to buy escalator to Tempest Key. I love that. Thank you so much for sending that in. On uh, another note, um, Small Hub also sent, and again, it's going to be up on our website, a couple of comic strips that were done courtesy of a friend of his, Darcha, which are really cute and funny. 
which I have to share with you guys. They're very well done. It reminds me of the old Flintlock cartoons, which if, if any of you ever saw the Flintlock cartoons, if you haven't, go check them out. He doesn't do them anymore, which, which saddens me, but he did two years worth. So if you've never seen him, he's great to research. Go find him again because they were brilliant and a lot of fun. And these just reminded me of that. So thank you very much for sending those in. And again, we're going to have them up on the website for you guys to enjoy too. And we have an email from our friend Sanaha who writes, Hey there, Andy, Ed, and also the biggest of V in World of Warcraft. <laughs> it has been a while since I have emailed you. I've been busy working and I haven't gotten on WoW too much. This is Sanaha. And I'm coming back. I was on the other night leveling my hunter in the Barrens when a level 70 or lower right now. Anything is high to me. I'm level 27. <laughs> so there I was questing when an alliance girl came up and just started killing everything. I was trying to kill there. There wasn't much I could do but get off and log off. It just pissed me off so much. So just on this end, keep up the good work and hope to see you in game. Just one more thing. Let me give you a shout out to you and Big V. You're all the best. And that is from Sanaha, a level 27 Blood Elf Hunter, who has, P.S. I did something that you wanted to do. I named my pet Peanut. Just for you, Annie Ed, for the horde. That's great. <laughs> Cool. Can I hope it's like a really ferocious looking pet that you named Peanut? Because that's, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Peanut, uh, come here. <laughs> Put that gnome down. Come here, Peanut. <laughs> I think you name your abomination Peanut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or Fluffy. Well, Fluffy is the most overused pet name. I've seen so many pets with the name Fluffy. It's like, all right, guys, okay, yeah, it's cute. It's a salivating yeah. evil thing, Fluffy. Yeah, Fluffy. And name my next pet Fart Blossom. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for sending that in. And yes, we hope to see you again in game soon. So we get an email from our buddy with many alts. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Boba Fett because he signed as all of his alts. This is great. Um, <laughs> so, so he writes, Dear Annie Ed and the biggest of V, Boba Fett here. Just wanted to wish you guys at FTH Radio a happy one-year anniversary. I've enjoyed every numb-hating, bunny-killing, alley-ganking episode and hope you guys have many more years of this great podcast. I have a bit of a problem. I'm an altaholic. We just noticed that. <laughs> Recently, I leveled another tune to 70, my bank tune. It's a prot pally, and I've just recently started raiding with my banker. I ding 70 and got this nice talent called Avenging Wrath. I use it, wonder what this new spell does, and bam, wings. Light bulb moment. Ah, this is what Annie Ed was talking about. <laughs> and just as an aside, the first time I saw you pop those wings, man, that was just the coolest thing. <laughs> <laughs> They are sweet, aren't they? Oh, they're awesome. To any pally out there, you get that Avenging Wrath, pop the wings, because they, regardless if you need them or not, just pop them, because they look so cool. Yeah, and they'll scare the hell out of anybody standing around you. <laughs> Boba Fett uh, continues on saying, Now, what's an email without a story, eh? I've got a bone to pick with a certain group on an aisle reserved for the big boys and girls. So there I was, on the Isle of Keldonis. I finally earned the status of Exalted with the Shattered Sun. Woo! I'm now Hidden Bank of the Shattered Sun. Slow down there one second. Where's my title? I see a new yellow exclamation mark over someone's head. Walking over, I'm like, 
dude, what's the deal? Where's my title? The guy wants me to fork over a thousand gold so that I can join their club. A thousand gold? Really? These guys have been screaming for my help to free the tormented murlocs. They've had me run around this aisle burning boats and dropping bombs on unsuspecting demons, and now they want to extort a thousand gold from me? That's one-fifth of my epic mount you got. You guys can keep your title. They aren't that cool anyway. Well, keep up the great work over there at FTH Radio, and I can't wait to hear from you guys again. Sincerely yours, Hidden Death, 70, Boba Fett, 70, Hidden Bank, 70, Bakta Tank, 36, Chaco Thunder, uh, level 43. And he says, I may need an alt intervention of my own. Yeah. Mmm, yeah. Well, that's, that's for another time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to the Shattered Sun thing. You know, they are the beggingest bunch of NPCs I've ever seen. I mean, I know I've talked about that one bimbo standing there by the statue doing, uh, doing the National Public Radio Quest. Thank you for your continued support. Kiss my big old bovine thong-wearing butt. No. Well, I'm wondering if this is something new, because I have seen a lot of people with that title, and I can't believe they would cough up a thousand gold for that. So yeah. I'm wondering if this is like a new thing that's come out with one of the patches or something, or is it just the fact that Blizzard knows my main is almost there and said, oh, we now have to charge a thousand gold. So it's probably my fault. I apologize. But <laughs> I, I've just seen too many other people with that that I can't believe they would spend that kind of money for a thing over their head. No, I mean I, I got I just, enough. I, I got enough stuff over my head. I've got a helm. I've got a guild name, and I've got my own name. That's plenty to be hanging over my head. Exactly. So I don't. I I never heard of that, and uh, I'm really surprised. It sounds like a new thing, but that's bold because yeah, I'm with you. Keep your money. Get the epic. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean that's bad enough to charge you five grand for the epic. So keep the money. Get the epic. Forget that. But thank you for sending that in, and yes, we'll talk about your alt intervention. <laughs> All right. Well, moving right along, uh, Boba Fett sent an email over to uh, me as well, and he said, Hey, V, Boba Fett here. Just wanted to say happy anniversary uh, over there at FTH Radio. I always enjoy your views from the barn, bunny killing and all. Every time I see FTH Radio in the download queue, I, knew Monday, I know Monday is going to be a great day. Keep up the great work. Oh, thanks. That's great. <laughs> yes, thank you. He says, I'm in need of tanking advice. How do you deal with these idiots and pugs that are always causing wipes? I keep finding myself in these pugs, mostly heroics, where there's always one or two people that think they're tanks. It's to the point that I don't even run pug heroics anymore, but that means I'm stuck waiting to see if any guildies want to run a heroic, making getting badges quite difficult. I even have a macro that says, Hidden Bank shakes her head at the dead party member. Don't they know there's only one tank in this group? How do you get these pug noobs to realize their job is to kill who you say kill and that leather or mail is no match for the awesome defensive plate. Keep up the epic work over there at FTH Radio. Your faithful listener, Boba Fett. You know, it's a <laughs> it's a thorny problem, let me just tell you. And there's no way I mean there's no way around it. I mean, pugs are just bad. And you can look at it in one or two in one or two ways. You know, number one, hey, you're out there pugging heroic stuff, so any bad group that you tank for is ultimately gonna make you a better tank. So I mean you can look at it at the glass half full. Kind of like that. Um, the glass half empty. Yeah, People I don't know. Don't I don't know how to play their freaking class. That's the yeah, bottom uh, line. I yeah, mean, you really top L L two P noob. Um, <laughs> <where'd> you <play? laughs> 
but you know, I'm I'm a little above that. But I I don't find myself running a lot of pugs, honestly, just because I I want to get something accomplished when I play <laughs> usually. And uh, yeah, pugs I, can be a very big lesson in frustration. Yeah. So I think the thing you do really is just make sure you know you you know the rule. They know the rules right up, and if they want to spank it, they can tank it. Yep. I mean, now granted, everybody's gonna pull aggro at some point. I mean, it's just going to happen. It's the nature of the beast. But, you know, if they're doing it all the time, you know, hey, let them die. About the fourth yeah. or fifth time they run back from the spirit from the spirit healer, if they're, call, if they're calling you out as far as not tanking well or whatever, you can say, look, I've been doing okay. You're the one pulling aggro, so back off on your threat. The other thing that I would do is probably not come into uh, – I wouldn't come in halfway through if uh, somebody says, "Hey, we just lost our we, our tank just left. Can you help us out?" My answer is usually no, unless it's got people I know in it. Because you know, it may have been a real life thing, or you know, it may have been full of clowns who don't know how to play their class. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the tank left for some reason. But you know, pugs are just nasty and hard to, you know, they're just hard to do because a lot of times they're filled with people who don't know how to play their class. So, tell them the rules and uh, let them die if they don't follow them. There we go. And this is an email to Big V from Scarabius who writes, so there I was standing before your barn in Thunder Bluff, steak sauce in hand, steak knife ready in its sheath and I had a change of heart. I realized almost too late that eating this very special tauren would deprive me of humor, and humor is something a belly full and an entire fridge full of leftovers could never replace. I want to apologize for almost eating you, accidentally breaking that lawn gnome on your front porch, the one covered up in the pro-horde graffiti. Hopefully, we can make up our differences and you can forgive a poor little alt for almost consuming something so many whole deal. Deal. <laughs> truce. Scarabius. Ah, uh, truce, man. Oh, I say you should have taken one bite anyway. Ah, come on. I'm tough. <laughs> not tasty at all. You haven't been tenderized. Okay. Oh, no, I have not. That's what the plate's for. <laughs> it keeps people from sprinkling tenderizer on me. <laughs> so, well, truce yeah. it is. Thank you, Scarabius, for sending that in. Yeah. Now, I've got to say, this next one has probably the funniest subject line I've ever seen in an, in an email to me. And it says, incoming wall of text crits Big V for minus 15,000 physical damage. <laughs> <laughs> and it's from Darken. And Darken writes, hi, Big V. And that other person, I kid, and he is. Darken, level 70 Tauren Shaman from the Bullzone Parade Guild. All Tauren Guild. You know you love it. Boo. Part 1, what happened to the Snowflake? He is now a boss in the Sunwell Plateau, and general lore is yet to be updated. Just thought I'd write in to say how much I enjoy the show. It's nice to listen to a casual view of WoW compared to other podcasts. I must say, I rather enjoyed the recent segment involving the NPC chatter behind our backs. I recently made a comment about it in the guild vent, and it leads to some hilarious discussion. And if you have any more, it would be nice to hear. Also, whilst I may be biased, being a Tauren and all, I must say I enjoy View from the Barn a great deal. Keep it up, guys. And he continues on saying, this is 
half a shout out and half a funny story. Being in an Altaran guild has its own unique problems, such as making it a little hard to run raids sometimes, and it's necessary to get in a pug player or two to make up a needed spot for Kara, be it we know them or a friend knows them. Came to pass that we were short a DPS or a priest. They were found to fill the spots. But unfortunately, even before the player was summoned, things became a little grim. The player made several rather strange comments and then proceeded to write, Be right back, grabbing a beer in my bong. My guild leader's a fairly easygoing guy, but this momentarily silenced vent chatter and a few misgivings were mouthed. We decided to proceed regardless. Eventually, we sit there waiting for the priest and someone eventually questions his location after not accepting the summon. The next text that appeared caused fits of laughter. Sorry. I was arguing with my dad about what a pineapple is. Again, pure silence and vent. And we begin to ponder just how intoxicated he may be. All is well, and he eventually shows up to make the trip to Aaron. Great. He then promptly disconnects from the server and never comes back. It's then promptly decided that any future pugger needs to know what a pineapple is before entering the raid party. <laughs> Good question. <Isn't> that great? <laughs> Now, here's the question. Did he make the bong out of the pineapple, I wonder? <laughs> Did his dad say to him, Son, you can't make a bong out of that. <laughs> so, I anyway. like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. The shout-out part goes to the pally healer who offered to get on his hunter and let us use another healer from a guild we know. And much love goes to the guilds, Bulls on Parade, and Remonstrance, and our many puggers, Jay, Nick, Whiffy, and Meg. We'll get Prince another day. Shakes fist. Take care, Darkin. That's cool. That is very cool. <laughs> okay, pre there's a new rule to the guild. Hold on. You must know what a pineapple is before you come on a raid. <laughs> there we yeah, go. I think we should probably adopt that. Yes, I like that philosophy. I think that's very good. We're definitely going to adopt that. <laughs> you don't know what a pineapple is, sorry. You can't come. Yeah, no, you cannot. <laughs> All righty then. Hey, you know what? You were blessed that he did get disconnected and didn't come back. <laughs> Can you imagine what he would have been healing? Oh my god. You know, what, seriously, and what kind of... He would have been healing the mobs. <laughs> he would have been healing sorry. the MVP. Oops, sorry. Uh, look like a pineapple. Anyway. Yeah, seriously, it'd be like grouping with Cheech and Chong. <laughs> and we get another email from Iggy, who writes, Dear Big V of such size that the rest of the alphabet cowers in fear. God. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're getting some cow love today, let me tell you. Ah, yes. Hey, I think I want to read that again. Dear Big V of such size that the rest of the alphabet cowers in fear. Well, today I decided to work on my neglected fishing skill. I was fishing at the pond by Terran Mill when I suddenly noticed that Terran Mill is under attack. Yeah, it's kind of like Crossroads East. I ran to investigate and saw a level 70 human paladin attacking one of the guards. Well, as soon as I saw him, I used charge to jump into the fray, but I was very unprepared. I forgot to re-equip my weapons and was beating him down with a fishing pole. I realized my mistake and quickly switched out my weapons. Now that I was on the right track, I started my real attack. Thankfully, this pally was just standing still instead of jumping around like a maniac. Well, he managed to get a bubble off, but I just kept attacking him. After it wore down, he bubbled again and healed himself. I was about half health at this point, but I was not worried. A level 22 blood elf warlock named Clooney sent his voice walker in to help me while he sent shadow bolts at the pally and then we killed him after that i healed
bundled up and hid in a shack to keep an eye on him in case he decided to restart his rampage. Once again, sneaky horde players. I'm digging this. But when I noticed his corpse turn into a skeleton, I ran to look for him. He was already on his mount and ran away with his tail in between his legs. So now I'd like to give a shout out to Clooney and a call out to Raxi, a level 70 pally of the Emperor's Club Guild. And by the way, Big B, I've rolled a new druid on my realm. So, to all the other druids out there, move. Iggy. Very nice. Yeah, cool. And see, once again, not uh, sneaky, not evil, but nope. sneaky. I mean, you're going to give chase, and there he goes. So, yeah, good Although, stuff. I'm wondering how the, the initial fishing pole, that is a horrible moment when you realize you're <laughs> only armed with a fishing pole. I've had that happen. Oh, yeah, and then you're looking for the macro. Oh, crap, where did I right. up? <laughs> Oh shoot! Oh shoot! <laughs> you're you're looking at your damage, going what? Fifteen? What 15? is this about? Yeah, what, what, what the hell am I? Hook him in the eye or something? That would do it. <laughs> exactly. Does your lure give you a damage buff? I wonder. Yeah. Thank you for sending that in, and for all everyone who sent in their emails during our sabbatical, yeah, vacation rather. Uh, thank you very much for sending in all your emails. It was great to keep hearing from you guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. We always love hearing from you, and uh, thanks for sticking with us through this year of For the Horde Radio. And uh, we're looking forward to another year. And hey, thanks again. Now we do have uh, before we we close out the show. We do have uh, some news to, to yes. share with everybody. There is news we have. There is news we have. And this is just so you guys know. Uh, we are, Big V and myself, are no longer part of Directionally Challenged. We are still on Mandaron. And we ended up starting our own guild called Off the Air. So, if you come looking for us on Mandaron, we're no longer on Directionally Challenged. We are on Off the Air. And still, please come by. Say hi. Love to hear from you guys. Just wanted to let you know. Heads up. And uh, so that's really the biggest news we've got going on. Yeah, that's that's the new stuff. That's the new <laughs> stuff. And uh, I think we covered a lot of old stuff, too. We did. But if you want to send in anything, uh, we're back on track again to our three-week schedule. Back, back to work. Uh, <laughs> vacation over. Back to work. You can send us in an email. We have several. Our email address, uh, main email address is fthradio at gmail.com. And there is biggestv at gmail.com. And, of course, our buddy Zog has his email address, which is n underscore p-r-o-u-t-e-n at hotmail.com. And, of course, our call in line 206 888 3130. And of course, the website www.forthehorridradio.com, where we have all our cool pictures and links and neat stuff that we hope you go and check out. And that brings us to the end of our one year extravaganza show. We yes. hope it was very extravaganza for you. <laughs> yes, extravaganza. It was an extravaganza for me because, hey, I was I was on for the whole thing. Cool he was, was along for the entire ride, so that was very uh, interesting. And we'll do it again <laughs> next year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you all so much again for all your support. And hope you're having a good time with the show. And we will return in three weeks for another Annie Ed bitching cow mooing useless commentary providing episode of Horror Horror Radio.
session tonight with absolutely no idea what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> oh, and they're Murlocs. Let's not forget you got to have Murlocs. <laughs> that is good. Well, you know, it's a gift. Uh, it is. It is a gift. <laughs> yeah. Scares the hell out of neighbors, let me tell you that. You hide in the bushes and go, <laughs> yeah. You, know, you just watch them run. It's great. You know, It's like you feared them or something, you know. It's like, damn, I didn't know you can move that fast. Cool. Teach you to get in my parking place again. For two... D- t- <laughs> I can't get this skill day out. God. Ah. <laughs> Guild. Oh, freaking alliance. We're ready. We, we've been recording from the get-go, so you're <laughs> Are you Are you kidding? You've been recording this whole thing? Yeah. No, you do oh, know, by I the way, you are subject to outtakes now. <laughs> oh, are you <laughs> Level 9 Blood Elf in Tildressel. Blood Elf? No, that would be a Night Elf. <laughs> You've been waiting for that, hadn't you? Yes, I've been waiting. <laughs> and I've been so good. Yeah, I've been so good. That wasn't deliberate, was it? It was not. No, <laughs> that was a total. That was a total um, screw up right there. It's a Freudian thing, I guess. Um, <laughs> well, you play hordes, so you're used to seeing the blood elves. Yeah, I am. That's what and, it is. And really, only one sex of blood elves. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> Blood elves, they're like gore animals, just mix and match. Yeah, you're gonna be walking around at work tomorrow going, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Well, not within earshot of anyone else. They back up really quick. Yeah, they do. Compared to like the other races? Yeah, you try and back a tarin up, surprise the damn thing doesn't start beeping. This is what I get when we get listeners. Oh, idiot! Oh, it's a great show! Where's Big V? Bring the side of beef in the air. Yeah, move. <laughs> Can you get another? I'll give you crappy sort of crappy. <laughs> That's good. Jeez, this is great. All right. Do we want to do that again? <laughs> Without us cracking up. <laughs> You killed Big V. (laughs) (laughs) Can you get another? I'll give you (laughs) crazy (laughs) stuff. The dog's sitting here looking at me like, What is your problem? It's just a crappy sort of crappy. Come on. It's just the timing is great. Can you get another? <laughs> I wasn't okay, me. that worked out well. Okay. Right. Now you got me going. <laughs> okay. And further on down, it's not getting any easier. <laughs> no, it's not. I see that. All right. Yeah. 
So there we go. There we go. That, that's all we got. That's all we got. Yeah. 